welcome everyone, ladies and gentlemen, to the show. This is Timeless Gamer, where the games and gamers may grow older while the gaming experiences remain timeless. So, Timeless Gamer is a weekend podcast show that discusses the news and issues of the gaming industry, past, present, and future. Previously known as the podcast show version of Kaka Computer Moyan. You can catch our previous episodes in audio format by web searching for Wakalas Radio. You can catch Wakalas Radio on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, TuneIn, Castbox, and Breaker. Oh my God, ladies and gentlemen, we got a wonderful show for this weekend. Nako, at before we um and before we can uh, proceed, Happy Father's Day sa inyong lahat dyan. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to everybody. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, mga, mga, mga daddies dyan, syempre. And uh, guys, kung mapapansin nyo naman, uh, it's a very special episode for, t- uh, for today. Um, dahil nag- nagbabalik po dito sa ating show si Sir Joseph ah si Sir Joseph si Sir Joel <laughs> aka Banyagang Native yes Hi, and of course everybody. for Thank the first time much. ever ever since Kakakomputer Mo Yan podcast was established our gaming consultant na ngayon lang po makaka na ngayon lang po nakaakyat for the very first time for the discussion Sir Carlo Rave Maala from RGCP you know good evening guys <laughs> and of and of course representing RGCP and the PlayStation 2 collectors of the Philippines Seabert. Hello guys. Uh good evening. Ayun, no? Magandang hapon. <laughs> and then of course our uh, isa sa mga suki natin na taga uh, taga Subaybay. Uh, one of our um, one, of, one of our um, avid viewers and supporters, Sir Dave Scott, for the first time here in the Timeless Gamer Podcast. Hi. Hello, good evening, uh, sir. I'm very honored. All right. Dito sa aming palabas, ladies and gentlemen, as long as parati kayo nung susuporta sa aming show, there will be a time na you will be uh, here with us to discuss the topics and the discussions and the subjects of the of the weekend. No, mag- makakasama rin naman din namin kayo eventually. Basta, mahalay nyo, next week, baka kayo na, di ba? Kaya na lang yan. Pero syempre, of course, uh, makikita nyo, hindi kami masyadong kompletong ngayon. Because it's a Father's yeah. Day, may kanya-kanya pong lakad ang mga, ang, ang mga, ang mga host po ninyo. Nagkataon lang po si Sir Rave, since si Seabert, eh kararating lang sa kanilang mga <laughs> Father's, added, Day, uh, Father's Day events. Si Sir Joel, eh magsisimula pala ang Father's Day event niya sa US. Um, ako, nakatingga lang sa bahay. <laughs> <laughs> si uh, si Ma, uh, si Siver, uh, si Siver Si Papa M uh, kaka kakauwi niya lang sa bahay, nandiyan lang siya. Baka nandiyan lang siya sa chat. Siguro kasama ninyo magkikipaghalubido diyan. Kakagaling niya lang sa biyahe. So um, so hopefully maging okay ang pakiramdam siya, makakaramdam niya at makakasama siya sa ating discussion uh, later on. Si RV our baby boy kasama din ng kanyang father at this uh, at this moment so they're having their father's day uh, event sa kanila and si Mamochu will be coming in sometime later then so um we are still going to continue with the uh, with the kaka computer mo yan tradition ano okay na computer mo <laughs> busit ka so 
this is the portion that we uh, we we brag about our latest acquisitions and or kung ano ang kinocomputer namin for the past few days. No? Gusto ko marinig muna to dahil dahil, dahil wag natin patagalin to dahil this, this is the first time na masasalita siya. So, lubos-lubos natin ang pagkakataon. Unahin na natin si Sir Carlo Rave Mahal. Woo, happy Father's Day! Rob Carlo! Thank you! Thank you, sir. <clears throat> Rinig ba ako? Yes! Ah, nung kinukomputer ko nitong mga nakaraang araw, nakaraling ko, ah, uh, Animal Crossing. <laughs> animal Crossing? Nice! Yep. Animal Crossing for the Switch? Yep, for the Switch. New Horizons. Oh, nice! 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 Fortnite. 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 Fortnite for the Switch. The Switch ako yung naglalaro. Yung best for ko kasi ano eh. Mahina kasi ang internet. Hindi ko ma-update. Kaya... Y- yun ang hirap dyan eh. Pa-download mo na lang kay Sir Jobel. And then sa retro, nagbabalik loob ako sa Xbox 360. I'm wow. playing... Pala akong tapusin ng Gears of War 2. Nakatapos ko lang ng Gears of War 1. March. And then Gears of War 2 na ako ngayon. Alright. Yun lang. Ah, pang Marine Drive pala. Ha? Pang Alis Umay sa akin mga nilalaro. Pang Marine Drive. Switch din. <laughs> ano yung latest na mo? Ano yung latest na mga nakuha mo sa RGCP ngayon? <laughs> oh. Ayan. Yung nag-ano lang yan. No? Nag-aanda-anda. Ayan. Nag-aanda yan, no? Ano yung latest acquisition mo? Papakita niya yan. <laughs> Carla? Ay, naayos ang ano. Nice yung, yung ano mo, Sir Carlo, yung ano, latest acquisition mo and, and, oh. na nababa. Mm. Oh, sige, unahin natin na si Sir Dave muna. Mm. Yep. <coughs> like for uh, show and tell, sabi ko naman kay Sir Joe kasi nung in-invite ako is uh, I'm a laps gamer. So, uh, currently, not really that much into gaming. Uh, however, yun nga, may nakalakal ako. Sana papakita ko ito kay Papa M. So, Papa M, kung nandiyan ka, I'll, I need your help. Kasi nakita ko itong, like, my original PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, ano sa bahol? <laughs> Anong nangyari? What happened? Uh, uh, ito, nakatampak to like, 19 years na. <laughs> 19 years? Yup. Buti, nandito na dun pa. However, wala ako. Hindi ko na nakita yung mga controllers. So... Ah, so you're not sure if it's working? Uh, I know kasi nasira to before. Nasaksak siya sa 220. 110. Ah, 220. Which is a 110. Is this a Jap- uh, Japan unit? I Galing itong states. So, US. Oh, US. US. Yes, yeah. Yep. Ay, bigay mo kaya, no? Bigay mo kay Sivert. Gawa ng paraan yan. Kapasitor lang yan. Palitan lang natin. Papartan lang ng piyesa yan. Balik na yung mula kay Sivert. Iba ibang kulay na yan. Okay. Oh, yun lang. Spongebob na yan. Mag-i-churang Saturn yan And also, nakalgal ko rin yung aking Nice Anong problema naman ngayon yan? Out of War? Ah, well Out of War version Yep 
uh, as you can see it has seen better days <laughs> so ito, I, I guess so kasi wala na rin mga charger so hindi ko rin matry kung, kung magano pa or not uh, ito medyo tumagal sa akin to like 5-6 years ko po nagamit hindi mm. uh, uh, siya nagkasira uh, siguro kinatambara ko lang maglaro ulit pero ayun nakita ko siya ulit so ayun not sure kung gagana pa siya or what Uh, when it comes to games, uh, so nga, sabi ko, not that into gaming. However, uh, I tried downloading and playing yung, uh, uh, a retro game. Uh, it's Planescape Torment. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar. Uh, PC Planescape Torment. Okay. Yep. I believe 1999 siya lumabas. Uh, enhanced Edition for the PC yung na-download ko. And I, it's an RPG for... Uh, within the Dungeons and Dragons universe, I believe. Uh, so yon. Uh, so far, so good. Nagumpisa pa lang naman ako, and from what I can tell, medyo text heavy siya. Mm. So yon, medyo. Pero yung, yung, yung PSP mo na yun, nagana pa naman. Uh, ako ba, sir? Yes. Na, yung, yung PSP mo na, yung, yung okay. UW, nag, nagana pa. Umaandar pa siya, Dave? Ano? Umaandar uh, pa. Not sure kasi wala na yung mga charger niya. <laughs> Ay, bigay mo kay Seabird. Seabird, yan. Bigay mo rin kay Seabird, yan. Kaya ni Seabird, battery lang. Battery lang, battery lang. Battery. Actually, medyo lumulobo na yung battery niya, eh. So, I guess, exactly. yes. All right. Ay, battery lang problema. Kaya ni Seabird, yan. Yan ang normally na problema ng mga PSP. Yeah. Kung, kung, hindi, kung hindi kay Seabird, bigay mo kay Sir Carlo. Ide-deflate yes. niya lang yung battery. Unfortunately, the battery is disposable. Oh, yun lang, di ba? Si Sir Riff, alam ko, ang daming binibentang PSP battery niyan dati. Dati. So, naubos na. Naubos na. Oh, mahirap na umarap ngayon. Puro ano na eh. Wala na kasi naglalabas ang bago. Yan ang downside sa mga PSP. Battery. So, nagbo-bloat siya. So, if you have a PSP... Uh, normally, if you're not using it, just take out the battery para ma-preserve nyo siya. So, which it, it, worry about yung isang isang PSP Go ko, which is hindi replaceable yung battery ito. Eternal, yeah. Pero, compare it to yung mga PSP 1000 to 3000. So, medyo prone mag-bloat yung mga batteries niya. So, it is advisable that you take that out when you're not using it. Yeah, just take right, right, this right. out and then, you know, use it as a grenade, you know, kind of like... Or, <laughs> sabi, nga, sabi nga ni Mr. Rosello Reyes, going Pandora in battery, so... Oh, yes! <laughs> there, there are ways to diba? mod it. Yeah. It's true. Yes. It's true. All right, so thank you, the, thank you, kapatid na Dave. Thank uh, you, sir. How about si Sir Joel, siyempre? All right, um, let's see. For me... It's been a very busy week, actually. Very busy couple of weeks these past, you know, these past few weeks because um, <clears throat> yung anak ko is may upcoming was had an upcoming recital this past weekend. Runs a ballet classes, yeah. So I haven't had much chance to play on uh, consoles lately. Most of my gaming has been uh, mobile, mobile gaming ako for the past couple of weeks. Uh, one game that I have been working through is i uh, i'm gonna have to hold it up uh, on my game boy advance uh my game boy advance has been you know has been uh re you know remodeled resurfaced dahil yung lumang game boy advance ko eh nagano nagbag down na yung screen and everything pinapalitan ko ng isang ips2 screen at saka yung pinareshell ko na rin 
uh, one game that I've been working through is uh, I'm not sure if this can be seen. Let's see. It's called the Game and Watch Gallery Four. Oh um, shit! Yes, uh, it's a compilation of uh, classic Game and Watch games. Uh, Game and Watch uh, games from. Uh, Juan de Marcos says, bagong gupito, <laughs> bagong tapas, para ron sa recital eh. Kailangan presentable din eh. So, uh, the Game & Watch Gallery 4 is a compilation of um, Game & Watch games from the early 80s. Like, uh, games like um, Fire. Uh, yung yung tumatalon yung mga tao mula ron sa nasusunog na building. Kailangan ka saluhin mo using the stretcher. I remember that. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. And it has a few really good unlockables like uh, Octopus. If uh, if you remember Octopus, like the diver jump uh, going down into into the ocean, getting getting treasure, and then um, uh, trying to avoid a giant octopus trying to eat him. Oh uh, yeah, that's one game that I've been working through because of the unlockables. Every time you get 200 stars inside of that game, you unlock a new game and watch classic game. Aside from that, kung hindi ako nagahanap ng ano ng maganlak, I just ano play through. Um, I'm not sure if I can if it's that promising. Yes, it's Pokemon, Pokemon Red and Blue Pinball for the Game Boy Advance. Yes, Pokemon Pinball for the Game Boy Advance. I am also a pinball aficionado. Major mahilig rin ako sa mga pinball. Is it the real pinball? Mm-hmm. Pinball games are Pokemon pinball games are nice and easy, very light, very easy to digest. Um, games, especially on the Game Boy Advance. Now that's my ano. Uh, that's my uh. That's my mobile gaming for the week. And for my console gaming, I did manage to sneak in a little bit, but not much. Like I said, uh, mostly mobile. Ako. I was able to play a little bit of Gemfire for the uh, Gemfire. Yeah, no? Gemfire is a um, fantasy game, tactical strategy game, historical, in the same vein as um, Romance of the Three Kingdoms or uh, Bandit Kings of Ancient China. This is themed naman as a fantasy game where you are in control of a certain uh, territory and you try to take over the entire continent with magical stones. You know? So that's the game that I have been working on on the Genesis naman lately. But um, aside from that, it's a lot been a lot of um, it's been a lot of mobile gaming and a lot of ordering off of Amazon. So honestly. I have a ton of stuff to go through. If you guys wow. want to do unboxing later, unboxing then. Yeah, <laughs> I can do an unboxing. <laughs> I started staring through it to see what are the upcoming games go, which are uh, Trials of Mana for the PlayStation 4. I'm not sure if that can be seen. There yep. you go. And for the Switch, it's going to be Rubik's Brain Fitness uh, for the Nintendo Switch. Pampa talas na lang ng konting utak dahil tumatanda na tayo uh, as the age of 48 <laughs> years old. Uh, oh, I na ako ng aking anak na dad, nakakalimutan mo na yata yung mga kailangan mong gawin. Ganun, eh. And I say, sino ko nga pala maliit na tao? Who are you, small person? <laughs> <laughs> so there. So that's what's been occupying my time lately. Yan ang kinocomputer ko. Lately, buwisit ako as Jonathan. Yes! <laughs> Thank you for that, Sir Joel. Next up, naman po si Siebert. Ano kina computer mo ngayon? Buisit ka. <laughs> Hi guys, Happy Father's Day first of all to everyone. So, medyo ano, medyo tipsy ako ngayon, medyo nakainom. <laughs> so, anyway, um, it's been a fun week for me. So I I, I feel bad 
unfortunately kasi meron part I was supposed to be showing something na it's pretty unique um, for this segment sana so unfortunately hindi dumating um, not sure why but um, hopefully by next week so it's something to do with me modding something from Sega Game Gear na maganda naman siya pero may some part na sobrang importante na unfortunately I cannot put it up and show you guys uh, kung ano man yun. So, anyway, so, you know, Sir Dave, yeah, I'm going to PlayStation. So, if you have problems with your PS1 <laughs> and and if you're tired of getting the same look of the PlayStation 1 that uh, you currently have, so, hook me up, message me ako, Let, let's pimp your PS1 if you want. <laughs> like, this one, for PS1 example. Pimpin. I got the PS1 uh, custom yeah so yung ano mo yung PS1 don't worry so ano lang yan uh, um, ano ba tawag yan uh, power, power lang yan no? problema uh, pumutok lang yung capacitor mo yan so palit capacitor lang siya so siyempre for me I, I've been playing with my, I'm, I'm trying to bond with my kids so 4 on 4 we play Lara Croft Lara Croft yeah, Temple of Osiris. Yes. Ooh. So, meron kaming nilalaro mga kids na mga kids yung Vikings, ano, uh, Zombie Vikings and Temple of Osiris. So, four on four um, co-op. This is one of the best games to play. And, uh, yeah, normally Tekken. Ang nilalaro Tekken namin. Seven. Seven. Tekken 7. Tekken 7, yes. So I've newly acquired. It's something I I wanted to play ever since. It's, it's a PSP game. It's Scooby Doo. I'm looking mm. forward in playing this. Scooby Doo, who's watching who? So I'll be playing this this week. And uh, anyway, we'll see kung panalo siya. <laughs> Yun lang. All right. Thank you guys. Thank you for that, Kapatid na Seabird. Um, who's next? Well, ako lang naman, guys, for your uh, uh, for you JRPG players out there. Um, so I released my latest vlog re- uh, regarding my uh, yung part two ng aking PSP haul for the year 2021. This is before Sony announced that they're going to um, halt their digital support for the PSP. So, kahit paano nakuha ko itong mga games na ito, hindi pa, masyadong, hindi pa masyadong mahal, kuno. But I got them as a bundle. Nanalo ako sa auction. Uh, snipe, snipe lang. Natu- natutunan kayo sa RGCP kung paano mag-snipe. Sa mga ito. I got this Gaia Afternoon nice. of Darkness for the PSP. Very nice. This Gaia 2. Oh. Dark Hero Days. Very, very nice. Breath of Fire 3. Oh. The PSP Essentials version. Nice. Valkyria Chronicles 2. Oh, diba? Mm-hmm. Your Valkyria Chronicles 2. Jean the Arc. Jean the Arc. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Jean rare. That is rare. Lunar, Lunar Silver Star Harmony. Nice. Very nice. And for some reason, um, kasama siya sa bundle, a box edition oh. Tactics Ogre Let's Clean Together mm. um, This is the premium edition uh, I think this is the PAL 
uh, PAL exclusive, I think. Very, very nice. And it costed me almost 300, uh, almost 300 US dollars. So basically divided by seven, more or less $40 each. That's a great price. Right? That's a really, really great price. Almost, right? I mean, Tactics Ogre alone. Some people actually say the Tactics yeah, Ogre this, is a better... This one uh, alone should cost about at least. Tactics. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, you know, Breath of Fire 3, Breath of Fire 3, definitely. Mm-hmm. Right? And as far as uh, my computer, ko, um, I'm, I'm already streaming Evolution 2 for the Sega Dreamcast. Yes. A lot better than the first game. The first there were a lot, there's a lot of improvements. It's more JRPG compared to the first one. Although, there are still some glaring problems that I think that dapat yun ang una-una nilang tinanggal nainis ako but hey I'll, I'll just do a review eventually once I'm done with Evolution 2 yun lang naman sa akin guys thank you so much uh, alright so let's go with like this now alright so um, before we start with the uh, before we start with the with the show uh, this would be the best time para batiin natin ang mga nandito kasama natin sa sa uh, ngayong gabi si Tres Natad mm-hmm. si Juan De Marcos Ayan Vitanco si Jason Guarte Trinidad alright and sino nga ulit sa uh, Sir Joel? Uh, that's uh, Master yeah. Jeremiah or Freemore. Master Jer- oh that's Master Jeremiah I keep forgetting the name because it's yeah. Japanese wala kasi si RV eh. si RV kasi ang aming Japanese translator guys ah okay there you go <laughs> Uh, sabi ni um, uh, Peña Losa Simon, wala si Papa M. Papa M is a little bit uh, a little bit down under the weather right now, guys. So, kung kakayanin niya humabol, kakayanin niya humabol. So, malamang sa malamang, dyan lang siya sa chat. Nanonood lang siya sa atin siya ngayon. Uh, Jom N10. That's Jomarot. Jomarot. Uh, si Raymond John Orendez. Uh, Marvin Season. <coughs> Si Mayora Ipe, siya po ang ating webmaster sa ating, wakala, sa ating uh, timelessgamer.wakalasproductions.com. Siya po ang webmaster po natin. Uh, of course, Miss Jarina. Hello po, madam. Hello, Jarina. Miss Jarina. Si Russell J. Uh, si Michael Sky Marasigan. Jade Traya. Ang dami rin ha. Yeah. Uh, ang dami rin yan. Si Suzuka Moto. Yung iba rin dito kasi, uh, kasi nahihintay kasi ginawa si Papa M. <laughs> Alright. Now, um, oh, yun, let's oh. also not forget, uh, ano, uh, let's also not forget um, to mention um, Mr. Juan de Marcos of Happy Cow Gaming. Yes. You know, Juan de Marcos of Happy Cow Gaming. And uh, let's see, there's also, uh, I, I, I think you mentioned Ayan Bitangkola already. Um, a lot of our a lot of our chatters here right now are part of the Pinoy retro gaming community. And, uh, we are um, we are the premier uh, retro gaming streamers of the Philippines, and we do our very best to try to share as much classic retro content as possible and family friendly family friendly content as well. And, uh, so there, All just right. letting you guys know. Hashtag guys. Mm-hmm. Represent. BRG, there's also Fox Frost. I see. There you go. You know? 
Nice. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, guys, uh, I just want to mention this as well because si Sir... Si Sir Juan De Marcos, I I I apologize, uh, bro, because I was supposed to show my um, Sega ge- uh, game gear. Oh, but yeah. unfortunately, that would be the best time to do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I I have the Sega Genesis, but uh, I I don't have the Sega Game Gear yet. But maybe next week I'll show it by next week. Cause there's right. just one part that I was missing one the Marco. So pasensya na pero next week hopefully I'll. Because we were talking in the chat ni Papa M and uh, I, I was telling him that oh, I will show you. So, eh, wala. Unfortunately, hindi ko pwede pakita for now. Anyway, um, nga pala si shout out kay uh, Sir Tres Natad and um, and uh, to our good friends Fox Foxtrot and uh, yeah, that's about it. And anyway, hello guys. All right. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, you know, si Sir Juan De Marcos. Uh, all right. So, si Sir Dave Scott eh, no? Sir Dave Scott nandito so i-hatsit muna natin muna natin siya panandalian dahil siya po ay bagong salpak po dito sa ating palabas <laughs> so uh, quick question lang po a little bit of history para kay Sir Dave Scott uh, so that everyone can uh, can get to know you better so Sir Dave sure. Scott uh, what is your um, what is your history with your uh, ano yung history mo with your gaming experience no when did you when did you start and you know okay. uh, take it uh, easy on me sir <laughs> yun lang na ba your gaming okay. uh, your, uh, your gaming origins go go okay so gaming origins uh, basically parang halos magkakasing edad lang naman tayo dito di ba so parang nakuyento nyo like for generation nyo pami ko pami ko start so exactly ganun din nyo sa akin uh Actually, one of my earliest memories as a child is like uh, playing uh, Famicom. Uh, ang laro is Legend of Kage. Uh, Kage? Yep. Classic. Nag-usapan uh, pa namin ng classmates ko, oh, Legend of Cage. So, hindi namin kasi yep. alam yung uh, pinasit na <laughs> Oh, yun din ang tawag ko rin dati actually. Same yep. here. Yeah. Before I can able to read. Legendary. Yep. <laughs> So exactly exactly yung uh, history ko red kasi yun, before ako nag before ako nag-start mag-school ayun uh, nag-start na ako laro ng Famicom uh, yun nag-start nga kay sa Legend of Kage hmm, sorry I may may bisita kasi ako eh ah, you know, <laughs> a welcome guest eh no yan extra guest natin <laughs> so yun uh, and, and then from there yun uh, I guess Mario Contra Um, yep, I uh, still remember playing that game. Uh, basically, yung uh, siguro medyo old school din yung uh, parents ko when it comes to video games, kasi parang sa kanila parang laruan lang. So basically, yung kung ano binili na lang bala, yun na yun. Yun na yun forever. Yep. Kaya Pasko. Yep. Kaya kaya Pasko. Yep. Kung Uh, kung magpapabili ka, sabihin lang, mag- laruin mo na lang ulit yung ano mo. <laughs> I guess, yeah. So from there, siguro nag, uh, natuto ako mag- makipag-trade ng uh, games with my classmates, my friends. Uh, I guess, 
tatlong Famicom game eh. Kasi before, uh, parating nasisira yung buttons ng, ng controller. Like, na-worn out siya. And pag na-worn out, yun, wala na. Hindi na napapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapap
um, in retro gaming, the success and the failures of the gaming industry of the past paved the way to the success and the failures of the gaming industry today. Okay. Right? And I think everyone will, uh, can agree to that. So, napili namin tong ano, uh, napili ko itong topic na ito, the console wars between between Sega and Nintendo of the 90s. Sega! Sega! Just to pay homage, uh, kung ano yung pinagdaanan natin as gamers back in the 90s. Yeah. And then, how far we have come right now dahil dun sa dahil dun sa naging uh, naging hidwaan between the two gaming giants ba, uh, back on, back in those days and back we can still uh, and we can still pretty much feel the the remnants and uh, the consequences of their uh, of, of the console wars of the 90s with the console wars of today no so um, we this is a discussion about the 2020 CBS uh, CVS special docu- movie documentary uh, Console Wars based on the book Console Wars Then uh, authored by Mr. Blake J. Harris. Yes. The movie was uh, uh, was directed by, directed by him and co-produced then niya uh, ni Seth Rogen. No? And originally, originally I think the plan was for them to create an actual dramatization of the whole uh, of the whole debacle between Sega and Nintendo. However, because nagkaroon na ng COVID back in 2019, nisip na nila it would be a lot better kung, uh, kung gawin na ng documentary and just interviewing uh, the key personalities of those times between the, executive, between the executives of Sega and executives of Nintendo. Might as well manggaling na lang sa kanilang uh, manggaling na lang sa kanila diretso yung inform yung information rather than just a poor dramatization of what have what have happened what could have happened no and this is going to be a a, spo- a major spoiler discussion guys unang unat sa lahat if you happen to watch the movie not necessarily kailangan yung panoorin but it's been what over two decades ago no by now, dapat alam niyo na kung ano nangyari between, between Sega and Nintendo. What we're going to do here, we're just going to um, uh, surgically dissect each and uh, each and everything that that has happened that was the uh, that were depicted in the movie. But we will still give our personal uh, opinions on on those scenes and kung ano yung and kung ano yung personal knowledge namin. In addition, kung ano yung sa kung ano yung addition, kung ano yung uh, that were depicted on the movie or documentary and to, to provide more context na rin kung ano din yung alam namin alright so I got Sir Joel here Sir Ray and Dave Tibert so they've already they all watched the movie yes that and movie documentary if you're going to complain about spoilers right. about this movie that's been a quarter of a century uh, based on events that are that's a quarter of a century old na basically think about it the console wars happened around 1990 or so. Anong taon na ngayon? 2021. How many years has right. that been? Canada. Yeah, there you go. If you're gonna, if you're gonna complain about spoilers based on events that have happened a quarter of a century ago, my question to you is, what rock have you been living under in? Right. gamers kayo, it's a um, it's a wonderful um, it's a wonderful movie to watch if you are into gaming. Um, it 
ito yung parang ano uh, parang ito na yung uh, ito yung what's the best word I can put this ito yung itrit itrit nyo sa, ito yung parang treat nyo sa sarili nyo hmm. bilang newly indoctrinated gamers yes kasi kung kung, kung ano man yung nafeel yung kung ano man yung nafeel yung kiduaan between PlayStation Xbox Nintendo and PC ah oh, yeah this this is nothing compared back in the wars of the 90s and kung ano man yung kung ano man yung feeling nyo na diba right kung ano man yung feel yung tension ngayon wala tong sinabi kumpara noon dati so it's a very good uh, if you haven't really read the book if you haven't heard the audiobook or you haven't watched the movie the closest thing that you can probably watch and uh, the high score sa Netflix High no? score Netflix, yes. The high score, the high score in Netflix. Hindi siya, um, they didn't really, uh, they didn't really uh, took part mostly about the console wars. Pahipapi o lang between Sega and Nintendo. Hindi mm-hmm. nila masadong, hindi uh, nila masadong finokus mismo ang mismo gera talaga nila. But it's a good place to start if you haven't, uh, if you cannot watch uh, console wars. Unfortunately, console wars is available in Amazon Prime. Um, so Amazon Prime, uh, Paramount Plus, or if you have VPN, you can watch it on TVNZ, TV New Zealand, basically for short, TVNZ. Yung nga lang kailan yung pabagbayad, kailan yung magregister, blah 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 blah. Or you can just watch it on my YouTube link that I will provide later on. <laughs> it's a good read. Uh, it's a good watch. So, um, for this part. I will just ask the panel here. Kung ano yung mga initial impressions muna nila regarding about the documentary. What the, what's their uh, ano yung the good and the bad about kung ano feel nila na ano na sa dun sa napanood nila. And then after that we will uh, we will discuss each uh, for each cut uh, for each part ng movie, no? Okay. So let's start with Sir Sir Dave. What can uh, what uh, and what are your takeaways from the movie? Initial impressions. What's the good and what's the bad for you? Uh, for me, as a documentary film, it's really nice. Or I mean, it's great. The uh, PC is medyo mabilis, pero like uh, okay siya kasi the uh, book, if I'm not mistaken, is like 600 pages long. Yeah. And uh, uh, the audio book, like. 20 plus hours kung papanggan nyo. So, basically, what they did is like, sinummarize nila or condense yung information nun into the documentary. So, medyo, though, may, uh, yung mga important parts naman is nakuha nila. Uh, pero if napanood nyo na itong documentary, I really recommend going back or reading the book. Uh, kasi, mas broad yung information doon. Mas, uh, talagang uh, oh, mga events and kung nabasa niyo lang naman yung book I do recommend uh, watching the documentary as well kasi sa book it's more of like a third person narrative lang siya so basically pagkinagwento lang uh, nagsulak it's really nice to uh, see yung mga personalities yung mga people na involved na in-interview nila at sila mismo yung nagkwento ng kung ano nangyari uh, during that time. So, all in all, it was a great documentary. Uh, uh, A-plus for me. <laughs> nice. A-plus. So, that's your rating. Alright. 
Uh, Sir Joel, what can you say about the documentary? What's your uh, What's your good and bad? All right. So let's see. Mm, <clears throat> good. It was very engaging. The documentary was very very engaging. Uh, even if you haven't um, read the book yet, let's. Uh, the presentation was very slick. Uh, the inter uh, the interspersing of actual real archival footage of what happened during the console wars and seeing animated uh, 16-bit, 8-bit style animations interspersed in between that tells the story was actually very, very good. Uh, it um, The missus and I watched it. We watched documentary and we were engaged in it. But as, a, as somebody who had actually read the book, um, from start to finish like like Dave Scott says it's 600 pages long they could not possibly have condensed everything right into a 2 hour documentary um i was able to take away much much more from the documentary than if i was just coming into it blind um maraming mga bagay-bagay na nakasulat na sinabi ron sa documentary that were were expanded much more in the book and of course it's it's an inherent uh, limitation of the medium uh, the fact that it's a it's a film, hindi mo maipapagkasya lahat pero yun nga as a documentary itself, it was very good. Um, I liked how it became something that uh, related uh, the events in a sequential manner from beginning to end of how the console wars happened. Gusto ko yung pagkaka present niya and yun nga. I, I would highly recommend though if you have seen the documentary and it whetted your appetite for more details on the console wars. Pick up the book. Marami kang mga malalaman doon ng mga detalye. Kagaya ng in the, in the documentary, sinabi nga na there was one instance where a reporter was asking Tom Kalinske kung ano magiging reaction, anong reaction niya ron sa, ano, sa, sa pagpapakita ng Nintendo sa Super NES uh, with 65,000 co- 65, colors. Uh, and ano, Tom Kalinske brought the reporter over to his uh, display like booth. In, in his booth and showed Sonic the Hedgehog and the another reporter went away you know went away quietly you know in the book it was expounded much much more and uh, it wasn't just Sonic the Hedgehog I think that there were a lot more things that he showed and the, the reporter was basically speechless talaga as in he, he the reporter saw every single game that Tom Kalinsky showed and that was when he basically went away shell-shocked so more details in the book definitely uh, but the documentary is really really good a very good introduction to console gaming history particularly the console wars and it might even whet your appetite to start off on hardcore uh, retro gaming history like um, Phoenix 4 by Leonard Herman you know, which compiles game history from uh, know, from Pong all the way to PlayStation so I would say it's wow. a good yes. point. the documentary is really good uh, 10 out of 10 I'd give it a 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 okay Sir Joel so mm-hmm. You heard it. You heard it. You heard it here, guys. Uh, yeah. A plus for uh, Sir Dave. A, uh, mm-hmm. Then ten out of ten, guys. Sir Jolo. Mm-hmm. How about guys, Sir Carlo? What can mm-hmm. you say about the uh, documentary, Sir Carlo? What's your uh, what's your takeaway? The good and the bad. Well, can you hear me, guys? Yes. Because oh. Nintendo fan, nung araw, masabi ko na the movie. Parang blast from the past para sa akin kasi hindi talaga ako nagkaroon ng Sega Sega console nung araw. 
nakikita ko na siya sa magazine, sa classmates ko na meron. Ayun. Am I clear, guys? Sorry, ha? Yes. Kwinig, kwinig, kwinig. Stuttering internet, sorry. Filipino problem. Go lang. Go, 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 go. go. Ayun. Marami ako natutunan dito actually na hindi ko pa alam. Gaya nung... Actually, I forgot. Sorry. Kasi sino yung galing sa Barbie? Na ano? Yes. Kanya guys. Sa Balenci. Siya ang ano. Siya ang ano eh. Siya ang promotor ng Barbie sa Mattel. Namamatay. Mamatay. Yes. Tom Skalinski was, ano, was responsible for promoting Barbie and subsequently He-Man, you know? Mm-hmm. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. And you have to admit, the guy is, ano, the guy is a genius. You know? Uh, after he left, you know, after he left Sega, apparently he was, you know, he was also responsible for, uh, I'm not sure if anybody's familiar with Leapfrog, the educational electronic uh, hardware for kids, you know, so that's, you know, that's what he was working on too. Okay, Carlo, too late. Hey, oh, well, there you go. Add ko lang, uh, actually, pareho rin yung uh, experience namin ni Sir, kasi nung bata ako, like, puro Nintendo. Famicom, SNES, Famicom, NES, SNES, tapos yung mga kakas ko lang na rich, sila lang yung may, ano, yung may Sega. Uh, and then, bumalik na naman siya nung nagka-PlayStation, like, yung mga rich kids naman, yung nag-N64, where yung kaming mga normal gamers, PlayStation naman. Right. Sir Carlo? Ayun, session na nawawala. Go, 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 Ayun go. Ayun nga. Mm. So, yun nga, because of that, na halos wala naman talagang sa magazine lang akong time na yun eh sabi ko nga oh kailan kaya ako makaka ano makakaranas na Sega console na sa akin <laughs> Sonic yan kasi naririnig na ko lang siya sa ibang ano schoolmate kasi Nintendo gaya ako nung araw family computer tayo din sa Pinas karamihan kilala ko hanggang sa nagkaroon ako ng Sega Dreamcast itong ano bandang year 2000 nice at napapasa ko rin doon sa, sa magazine lang talaga ako na, nagre-relay sa ano eh. Sa ibang, ano, ibang console kaya Sega, uh, Gold Star Video, Panasonic Video, mga Philips CDI, at yun nga yung Sony PlayStation. Doon ko, na, ko nakikita yung ano, yung iba't ibang console ng Sega. From a ano, 16-bit na Sega Mega Drive, Sega Genesis. Dinagdagan nila yung dinagdagan ng uh, add-ons, di ba? Nauna dyan yung CD. Sega Mega CD from... Japan at Sega City sa US. Then, bago lumabas yung kanilang 32-bit Sega Saturn na pantapat nila sa PlayStation, at dyan ang ano, inunan nila 32X. Nasa tingin ko ay pinagmula ng downfall nila kasi mahirap, ano, mahirap, mahirap ilang console ang gamit nila may Game Gear pa sila mm-hmm. na susuportahan. Plus, uh, master system na buhay na buhay pa sa ibang bansa, ngayon ng Brazil. Dun, yes. Sa tingin ko, doon nagsimula yung downfall nila eh. Right. Na medyo right. nabanggit naman sa console wars. Ayun nga, so kahit anong ano, kahit anong sabi nga, kahit anong gawin, medyo nasa kanila na nagsimula yung kanila ano, kanilang pagbagsak. Mm-hmm. Thank you Sir Carlo uh, for uh, for that insight. How about you? Um si Bert, what's your ups and downs in regarding with the documentary? Uh, what's your takeaway? Alam mo, um <laughs> I I saw the link that you provided. So, sobrang ano niya, alam mo yung from the first time na, na pinlake yung link, I, I was parang ano eh, uh, parang time warp, na. nahook talaga ako sobra. So, right. you, you've, been, you've been, kasi uh, 
alam mo pag pinakita mo ako na libro tapos makikita ko kung gano'ng kakapal man, hindi ko talaga siya babasa na yung promise sobrang ano, alam mo titignan ko palang parang tinatamad na ako pero yung binigyan mo ako ng link para dun sa video parang sobrang nahuka po sobrang andaming bumalik sa kabataan ko about uh, Nintendo and, and Sega Genesis kasi ako I, I, I grew up playing Nintendo pero I grew up loving the Genesis more so that's the reason why I'm using I'm, I'm wearing the blue so I, I'm more into the Sega Genesis pero no offense to Nintendo and dami magagandang games so I, I, I really love the documentary so it, it was in detail so kasi back in the days Tom Kalinske when 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 uh, um I was pretty much uh, into gaming na back in the days when when Nintendo was dominating the gaming scene back in the 90s then uh, when Sega came in so when Sega came in wala akong ala, I, I like like the ones on the documentary parang parang wala lang there, there was Sega pero nung dumating na si Sonic then then parang alam mo kasi back in the days nung naglabas na sila Sonic parang that's my preteen area na na yun yung focus ng Sega kasi sa uh, Nintendo is more into the kids and Sega is more into the teens mga rebellious teens na more into ano fast paced gaming mga ganun so that that's uh, that's one of the things that uh, yeah so yun yung talagang parang blast from the past na uy tayo, alam mo, naglalaro ko ng ano, Juju, which is Tolkien, the US counterpart. So, ang dami ko lang, Altered Beast and uh, Aladdin. So, sama yung mga pinort nila from the movie. So, it's really a good documentary especially for those who actually grew up playing these types of games like me. So, it's something that uh, actually ang dami ko rin natutunan with this uh, documentary kasi uh, although I grew up um Uh, w- with these types of games so it- it's a must so it- it's something that uh, we learn something new at the same time it's something that uh, we will uh, we we reminisce a lot about about those days na sobrang booming ang Sega but I'm a PlayStation boy so but then again I'm into <laughs> Sega <laughs> All right. yeah I love it well, I, lo- I, lo- I love Sega <laughs> So right, <laughs> more into the PlayStation, na pala, you know? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Got it. Yeah. So thank you for that, Seabird. I played when I started playing video games. Nintendo lang talaga ako, uh, Super Famicom, no? Rentahan lang din. Uh, and then nagpakita ang Sega Genesis for some reason. Una kong una kong pagkatanda ano to? Kasi All my childhood days, puro Famicom, eh, diba? Mm-hmm. And then, Sega Genesis came out. And it's, it's all black and slick. It's bigger than family computer. And mas malaki yung controller niya, right? So, parang na nainganyo rin ako. Watching this documentary, eh, um, it pretty much, um, kung ano yung, eh, what's the best word I can put this? Mas na, ano, mas naging maliwanag sa akin yung naging, uh, yung naging description Basing on the book, it, ito ah, basing on the book itself then. Mm. The book was, uh, Blake Harris was pretty much very inventive on how he dramatized every dialogue that uh, that came out from each of the personalities of Sega and Nintendo. Mm-hmm. But watching this movie, it only, uh, it only reinforced the narrative 
kung gaano katala kung gaano talaga naging gangster ba how gangster like ang naging hiduan between Nintendo and Sega and this is not a, this is not an exaggeration it really did uh, it, it was very very brutal between the two between the two companies kung kung, kung sa tingin niyo nagbabasa lang uh, in the book uh, ang nagbabasa lang kayo ng parang fictional ano fictional story no not really totoo nangyari talaga ang ano kung uh, kung ano yung nakita kung, kung nabasa yung libro uh, although Blake Harris pretty much dramatized everything all of the all of the excerpts the transcripts came from the very executives of Sega and Nintendo themselves interviews and archival footage interviews right and mm. in the archives galing sa kanila talaga mismo and mm. they can and hindi man sila papayag na magkaroon uh, na mag maglibel or di ba mm. maglibel itong si Sir Blake Harris kung kung di naman din siya humingi ng ng ano ng official transcripts from them diba? and then uh, it was very uh, the good about the documentary is uh, they pretty much uh, they pretty much had all of the executives from Sega almost sa Nintendo mm. the bad thing for me siguro hindi nila nakuha na magsalita si ang former president of Sega mm. si Mr. Hayao Nakayama I wanted to hear his <clears throat> input on what decisions of Sega of Japan came about during the war Right? Kasi siya ang big boss ng Japan, ng Sega, di ba? Oh, From Tom Kalinske yeah. of America, all, uh, all of the team, hayaw na kayama pa rin naman bagsak ang decision eh. So I want to hear his point of view on what decisions of Sega of Japan came into fruition during the console wars. So kung wala si hayaw na kayama, I wanted to see Mr. Minoru Arakawa the president of uh, the president of Sega of America uh, Nintendo of America naman. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately hindi nila naku- hindi, hindi nakuha ng movie yung uh, yung dalawang presidente na yon. Kasi it would be uh, iba kasi yung ano eh, iba kasi naririnig lang natin yung ano yung uh, yung narrative coming from the uh, I'm not gonna say the grants employees. Mm-hmm. Mas maganda pakinggan natin yung kung ano yung mga naging executive decisions mismo ng mga bossing. Mr. Hayao Hayao Nakayama of Sega of Japan and Mr. Minoru Arakawa, President of Nintendo of America. Maganda sana kung nakuha nila yon. And of course, wala and I was I was hoping na na, na nakuha din nila ang excerpt from uh, from Shigeru Miyamoto, the oh. father of Mario, Donkey Kong and Legend of Zelda. Wala, andun lang siya. <laughs> As in pinakita pinakita lang nila yung ano, yung yung uh, yung yung prior records niya during the first uh, the NES and SEN uh, Famicom and Super Famicom days. Yun lang siya. Wala din nila nakuha uh, as an interview man lang. So, yun lang yung uh, for me those are just the major nitpicks for me na could have at least para makuha din natin yung ano nila, yung yung point of view din nila during the Sega, of, uh, Sega Nintendo War of the 90s. So, I would probably so kung hindi lang dahil doon, I would give it a perfect score. There were a lot of things in the book na hindi nila kinover, pero okay lang. It kind of makes look like a Sega uh, Sega documentary, more of a console war, pero right? But you you cannot really have a console war without without dwelling more about Sega rather than Nintendo. Agree. Yeah. Kasi, 
um, Sega is pretty much very instrumental with the with the console war. Na, na the con- the console war of the 90s is very much a love letter per se with Sega during their uh, during their high time during the mid 90s. So um kung 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 isipin niyo mabuti parang uneven ano siya parang uneven uh, movie siya heavy lying siya sa, sa Sega more than Nintendo but this but they really focused more on the mid 90s war Sony came came around 1995 during the first E3 and hindi na hindi na nila masyadong nag-focus sa PlayStation in the book they did a little bit more but here they they just focused on uh, up until nag si Tom Kalinske from Sega they didn't really focus after that <coughs> so um, the movie is only one, uh, one hour and 30 minutes long Pag, uh, once you sit down and watched it ang bilis lang ng oras hindi nyo mapapansin ng oras mm-hmm. and uh, by the end of the movie uh, when the, uh, when when it was uh, when it was pretty much depicted that Sega is not gonna uh, it's not gonna make it on the console race it kind of make me choked up a little bit because I was a Sega boy mm-hmm. uh, it was a counter it was counterculture it was uh, it, they provided an alternative dun sa mga gamers like uh, like we were na lumaki from Famicom syempre uh, we uh, it kind of gave us uh, an alternative from kiddie games to a more edgy your games that Sega provided. Yun nga lang, nakaroon ako ng problema but we will talk about that more later. So, I would probably give it uh, just because of those flaws that I may, uh, uh, flaws, flaws that I mentioned, not necessarily flaws. Siguro, they could have ma- they could have made the decision siguro, kung wala lang, kung hindi dahil sa COVID. Uh, uh, siguro they couldn't go to Japan because of the whole COVID thing so I'm, I'm willing to give it a pass I, will, I might give it a 9 out of 10 mm-hmm. but that's just me alright so um, so thank you guys uh, for the panel for that so we will proceed on uh, on on what we will, on what we think for every part of the movie no? so the movie was pretty much uh, divided into parts mm-hmm. you got the beginning of Nintendo, ang entry ng Sega, um, the cons- uh, the war between Sega and Nintendo, pretty much, and then you got the Senate hearings that uh, because of Mortal Kombat, Night Trap, and Little Enforcer, and then you got uh, their showdowns uh, the first e- the first ever E3, and then you entry ng Sony, PlayStation. Then the aftermath of the war. So we will tackle that one by one, no? So let's start with um, with Nintendo muna. So I will ask the panel here one by one kung ano yung takeaway nila sa parts ng Nintendo. So, uh, Sir Rave, ano muna ang anong say mo dun sa mismong part ng Nintendo? Paano nila naportray ang Nintendo for this? On this documentary? Nintendo, para kami Mm, gaya nga nang nabanggit natin nabanggit ninyo puro Sega yung ano so Nintendo para ano eh hindi nila nakuha yung ano karamihan ng dapat masabi tungkol sa kanilang game sa kanilang console kasi more on nag, parang feeling ko parang ano eh mas, mas focus dun sa downfall ng Sega kaya yung Nintendo 
hindi nila masyadong maraming kulang eh para sa akin kasi 40 minutes na movie parang ano eh um, bas, basta parang ano maraming kulang Uh, how about you, Sir Joel? What can you say about uh, how they depicted Nintendo for this, uh, for well, this documentary? Well, the Nintendo part, personally speaking, uh, I think the documentary came into it with the presumption that, uh, like you guys said, like uh, like Carlos said, like uh, Dave Scott said, we started off as Nintendo kids. Tayo sa Pilipinas nagupisa tayo bilang mga Nintendo people. Lahat tayo nagputa sa mga rentahan ng mga Nintendo, yun sa mga tabi-tabi yeah, kaya. I think the idea of the of the of the documentary was you were coming into it with full knowledge of Nintendo's history. Na dahil nakababad ka na si Nintendo dati, dati pa eh. Mula noon pa, alam mo na yung parang umpisa ng Nintendo. I mean, sure, it gave uh, little bits and pieces of Nintendo history. But I think the doc, uh, the the documentary was coming into it with the presumption na alam mo na yung background ni Nintendo dahil fanboy ka na ni, ni, Nintendo mula noon pa from the beginning. I know it's not, uh, it's not a solid assumption dahil marami sa atin ang naglalaro lang without having delved into the history of it. Pero it gave enough uh, it gave enough background on Nintendo like uh, like the executives of Nintendo like their uh, like their uh, what you call this their culture uh, in the documentary to give a taste of kung ano yung kakalabanan ng Sega so I liked how it presented Nintendo as this juggernaut that started from 1985 all the way until 1989 or 1988 or 89 kung kailan introduced Sega as in it was already there like Donkey Kong it's that that 800 pound gorilla in the room na kapag pumatok ay yun yung kailangan kalabanin mo basically it's Donkey Kong Nintendo was Donkey Kong na kailangan kalabanin mo and you know that Nintendo was there so I guess in my case um, well I guess uh, I'm a little biased kasi medyo mahilig ako magbasa ng history and from the beginning going into the documentary I was already well versed in Nintendo history na nga you know? I can't say the same thing about people going into it hindi natin masasabi na lahat ng tao eh alam nila lahat ng mga bagay-bagay tungkol sa Nintendo from the beginning pero it gave a fair amount of information on Nintendo na rin to give the idea na ito yung kailangan kalabanin ng, ng Sega pagpasok pa lang niya so tama yung pagkakaano sabi ninyo na ang focus was more on Sega but like like Jonas says it was the war and the the Sega was the big upstart that was the small upstart the David that had to go up against the Nintendo Goliath so talagang ang focus was yung labanan nila talaga so in that sense um, the Nintendo background I, I would say though uh, ang kulang lang siguro pero hindi talaga mapoportray ron sa film was how predatory Nintendo was with its practices with its software developers noon ganun hindi niya naibigay yung background kung bakit nagkaganon yung Nintendo like Mr. Reyes says in the chats there was a video game crash in 1993 the main reason for that was because of the fact that there was a glut of terrible software that came out for the Atari for the ColecoVision for the Intellivision for the Magnavox Odyssey for all the uh, no, for all the consoles that came before dumami yung mga walang kwenta ng mga software and na-develop yung policy ng- oh, sorry, yes exactly yeah. to control 
the inputs of all its programmers from beginning to end. Naging stranglehold ng Nintendo in the industry in in the in the uh, in the name of quality control. Sabi nga ni Howard Lincoln from ano from the film. Isa sa mga bagay na kinailangan nilang enforce natin was quality control and dahil doon na hindi masyadong nagkaroon ng leeway yung mga programmers para sa mga ano sa Nintendo. Hindi nila na-portray yun sa film but if you read the book, it's there. That was ano, that was the setup and I guess the Nintendo part didn't portray it properly pero I liked it. I liked that part pa rin. You know? Ayan, that's my opinion of it. Alright. Thank you for that, Sir Jobo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sir Dave, uh, what can you say on how the documentary portrayed Nintendo on this one? Between all of the personalities, the executives that they were able to interview. Okay. Uh, Knowing what you know now. Uh, actually, sir, like, uh, going back muna sa sinabi mo tukol sa documentary, yun nga, medyo mas uh, point of view ng Sega yung, ano, yung story. And actually, uh, ganun din siya sa book if uh, I remember correctly, yung basically story ni Tom Kalinsky sa ano, Sega. So, parang siya yung ginawang protagonist sa story. And then, syempre, magiging Nintendo yung big bad. Pero, at that time kasi, yun nga, yung, uh, yung Nintendo is like uh, in line with Nike, Coca-Cola. So, basically, sila yung uh, leader ng industry nila. And, yun nga, walang close second. So, most arm more than ano uh, monopoly siya ng ano ng uh, or monopolize nila yung uh, video game business so actually the or the, uh, yung story ni Tom it's not just uh, a good story for video game history it's also a good story for business kasi yun ya uh, yes that's right uh, he led uh, uh, Sega yun yung sinabi ng executive yung nag-start sila like they were like 14th sa ano sa industry while Nintendo is uh, yun nga yung top ng industry number one ng um, uh, very distant yung mga second, third, fourth so from there yun nga uh, sinundan yung story niya from how he was able to uh, what? he was able to talk about Nintendo for that so uh, basically, yung framing ng story itself. So, so, kung babasahin mo yung title ng libro is Console Wars, Sega, Nintendo, and the Battle that Define a Generation. A Generation. So, yep. Medyo misleading siya kasi actually, medyo story ng Sega siya. Hindi siya story ng Nintendo. Pero, ayun, I guess, pinili talaga ng uh, author yun kasi ginawa niyang pida si Tom and he needed uh, an antagonist which is Nintendo. Correct. You can see that as well. Thank you for that, uh, Sir Dave. Um, how about just Sir uh, Sir Seabird? What is your takeaway on how they portrayed Nintendo on the documentary? Alam I, I would agree with everyone, Sir Dave, uh, Sir Joel, uh, Carlo, about uh, their inputs on on, on Nintendo. Because when when guys, uh, sa, sa ating mga guests, uh, when Nintendo start, what were they selling? Singing, yeah, so yeah, playing cards, yeah, yeah. They they they've been there for eighteen hundreds, ba, selling playing cards, di ba? So, ako ako I I I'm 
I'm I'm pretty much amazed kasi recently ko lang dinalaman yan. So so um kasi nung nung selling Hanafuda cards, yung Hanafuda cards nung ano nung bagong character ngayon sa Demon Slayer si ano si if you're watching anime ah uh, yung Demon Slayer hearing ng ano nung main character ng Demon Slayer Hanafuda card actually. Yes. Hanafuda. That's right. So it, it it's playing cards. So when when the uh 1983 scandals sa gaming Um, occurred, and this is because of the poor gaming sales. Uh, bagsak yung Atari, nagbenta sila ng mga walang kakwenta-kwentang games like E.T. I'm pretty sure you know that game. I played that. Grab it. So, uh, yeah. So Sega came came into that scene and bring life to console gaming. Uh, so binuhay nila ang console gaming so ni- Nintendo did it with the super fa- uh, the family computer so I I, w- I wouldn't say because uh, because of them naging nabuhay na buhay ang gaming nowadays so I I will credit it to Nintendo kasi sila talaga yung nag nag uh, nag boost talaga ng ng gaming so now now that we have uh now that they have competitors it's because of what they started so um i, I wouldn't say because i have to credit because well, we have the panel saying na binubuli ng ng sega si nintendo so i i understand uh, medyo aggressive talaga yung approach nila with nintendo at that time so bakit so guys if, if you if you've been in if you're actively playing during those days 80s and 90s there were sobrang daming console na lumabas. So, I, I'm googling it right now. Almost 1,000 uh, release consoles uh, ang nilabas from different companies. Yeah. yeah. Like that was uh, what Sir Joel is showing. Ang daming console na lumabas. Neo Geo. So, that's right. So, um, but then again, um, that's right. So, ang, ang, ang nanguna talaga is Nintendo. So um, when 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 Sega came into the picture, bigla sila nagkaroon ng competition eh. So just imagine ilan libo ang naglabas ng console, then si Sega lang yun napapansin. So ganung kalakas ang competition kasi Nintendo was really dominating the market, the market, yung 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 um, pag-produce ng mga games. So some developers would only release games just for Nintendo. It's because they are successful. So they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't release games uh, out of the thousand na na-release na 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 consoles. It, they they would only go with Nintendo because that's how successful they are uh, in, in the gaming industry back then. And uh, that's where Sega came in. So Sega was trying to be aggressive when the, with their approach because uh, sobrang dominant ni Nintendo kasi. So Sega uh, wanted to focus on them being aggressive there and more on the team inside. Yeah, right there. And I, I wanted to comment about because um, at the later part, but that that's my opinion on how big the reason why Nintendo is so big back in the days. It's because they dominate the market uh, overall. Out of all the thousand console that was released back then. I hope you guys don't mind. I'm doing a little bit of unboxing right now. Then I lang ako nagkaroon ng kap ng panahon. Like I said, this you know, these past few weeks, wala ako pinagigawa ko dito tulungan yung anak ko with her recital. Ako nagpapalina rin ako in a way. So I hope you guys don't mind. In the background, nagano nagunbox. Tarin ako ng mga pinagwo order ko eh, you know. 
Alright. Yeah. Okay lang yan, Sir Joe. Okay, no, okay. Pakita lang yan. Yes. So, Fire Pro Wrestling. This guy of four. Wow. And I don't even know why I ordered this. Persona ES2021. So, ano, uh, uh, what you call this? Professional Soccer 2021. That's okay. Pro right. Ever Power. Yes. PES, yes. PES. <laughs> now, okay. sa akin naman, ang takeaway ko naman sa Nintendo part of the documentary, um, not really putting a comparison between the movie and the book, but in the book, they're more, they're, uh, the book was pretty much vocal on how uh, how Nintendo was pretty much doing their business strategy in dealing with uh, uh, in dealing with the consumers and the retailers and the and the game developers. No, for the game developers, uh, they said because they don't want to repeat the North American video game crash of 1983. Gusto nila merong quality control. And one of the quality control measures that they put with the game developer, with the third-party developers, eh, hindi kayo pwedeng magkaroon, hindi kayo pwedeng gawala ng gawala ng, ng games. If you want your games to be played on the Nintendo Entertainment System, the NES or the Famicom, you can only, you can only make five games per year. Per year. Just five games. Bahala kayo kung paano nyo, i- kung paano nyo i-schedule yun. Basta five games lang kayo in a year. Pwede mag-create ng, ano, ng, ng games using the Nintendo license. With the retailers, takot ang mga retailers like Walmart, Toys R Us, FAO Schwartz, this is the, uh, the big gaming retailers, ano, uh, Macy's, uh, Sears, ito yung mga, ano, ito yung mga department stores uh, in the US. Takot sila na... Ano, na na magbigay ng ng gaming shelf sa ibang ano sa ibang gaming companies out there Sega Sega had what the master system yeah. during 8485 and the majority of the shelf space ay eh, binibigay pa rin nila sa Nintendo and kung bibigay daw nila yon sa ibang ano sa sa ibang uh, sa ibang game company there's this looming threat from Nintendo na kung gagawin niya yan, kung susuportahan yung kompetensya namin, we will stop putting games on your ano, on your stores. That way, you, you, will lose, you will lose revenue din naman din. Nintendo so is they, very they, predatory. Right? They were very, they were very predatory. They're, napaka-gangster talaga nila. Parang may pagka-mafioso sila eh. Na, di ba? Uh, and not to mention with their consumers din naman. Um, hindi lahat ng hindi lahat ng ano, hindi lahat ng household back in the US ay afford ng ano, afford ang ang NES and yung mga bala nila. There are uh, there are some issues with Blockbuster noon na pwede mo na there was this idea na meron kang blanco na ano, meron kang blanco na, na cartridge and then ang Blockbuster mismo ang maglalagay ng gaming software into that cartridge and then yun ang ano yun na yung ilalagay mo na sa NES mo mm. Di, parang parang nag-save ka lang ng software sa isang diskette and then ipiplay na yun ng, fam- ng family computer mo yun and then there was such a that meron na nun talaga that your Nintendo disk system sa Japan nga lang yun there was no nothing there's nothing like that in America 
And Nintendo was pretty much very anti-rental. Anti, ano sila? Uh, anti-rental sila. Anti-copyright talaga sila. As in. So, for every instances na, ano, instances na mayroong ganyang klaseng situation, ang bilis talaga nilang magdemanda. For every, uh, for every, uh, for every copyright infringement that they can find, they will they will follow suit. Talaga idedemanda ka talaga nila for copyright infringement. And you make a fan, ano, a fan project of, of any, ano, any Nintendo character. Before yeah, you know it, right? uh, there's going to be a lawyer knocking on your door uh, with a cease and desist from Nintendo. Cease and desist letter. They are they they are very protective of their intellectual properties. Uh, during the uh, during their uh, during their mega hold on the gaming industry, they they own pretty much 95% of the gaming industry back in the late 80s. And uh, okay, so na natin dahil sa kanila nabuhay ang gaming industry, but their tactics were very much uh, very much questionable to the point na pati ang gobyerno din ng US uh, with their antitrust. Uh, policies kinwestyon din kinwestyon uh, din sila on how they conduct their business but they were pretty steadfast on on their business decisions and I'll give them props for that I mean kung, talaga, kung ikaw ang kung ikaw ang kung ikaw ang leading uh, business trend talaga ng iyong industry you will do whatever it takes talaga if you want to be cutthroat if you want to be uh, this is just business no walang personal business is business it's very understandable on on why Nintendo did what they did. <coughs> Excuse me. So, anything to add about that, guys? It's very ironic of ano, of Nintendo to do so because of the fact that they almost, ano, they almost got sued to oblivion by, ano, by a film company over, uh, over Donkey Kong. Yes. Donkey Kong. Yeah, which is ironic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's right. like, you know, na they became so litigious or ano ma- ma- so happy mahilig sila man demanda pero ironically that's uh, they got sued because of their use of a giant gorilla which is Donkey Kong and I think Universal Pictures I think sued them for copyright infringement because they own King Kong a giant gorilla you know so, I don't know kung tumatak sa utak ni Leon na oi this is a way to no. <laughs> this is a way for us going forward now for us to enforce our intellectual property. Let's sue any person who even does anything questionable regard regarding our ano, our our ano, our characters. So I don't know. I guess that's that's that might have been what happened. That's my you know, that's my takeaway on let's, it. Let's put it in a uh, let's put it in this uh, in this description, guys. Filipino mm. style, right? Pagpalagay niyo, Nintendo has a hold on SM. Robinson and Ayala Malls. Lahat sila ang binebenta lang is Nintendo. Ayaw nilang magbenta ng ano, ayaw nilang magbenta ng Sega. This was Nintendo back then. Lahat ng 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 major retailer stores hawak nila. So kung tayo sa Pilipinas noon, lahat ng ah, oh let's just say Uniwide uh, Evergotes Evergotesco <laughs> SM hawak ng Nintendo yan. Ano pa? Harrison? Data Blitz? 
プレゼンテーションは、プレゼンテーションは、プレゼンテーションは、プレゼンテーションは、プレゼンテーションは、プレゼンテーションは、プレゼンテーションは、プレゼンテーションは、プレゼンテーションは、プレゼンテーションは、
uh, promoting Sega itself na nagkaroon sila ng motivation to kasi Nintendo was a uh, kumbaga parang super power sila eh, at that time eh and uh, they had the opportunity of of mapansin Sega so ang approach na medyo aggressive so doon na natin nakikita yung mga commercials back in the days na Sega does what Nintendo don't right so and and daming mga advertising key scheme na directly uh, attacking Nintendo themselves is because Nintendo was talagang monopolized nila yung after na, na, the 1983 issue the crash on the gaming consoles na sila talaga yung nagdominate talaga so no other console came close until Sega came in so Sega had to do something about them yung popularity nila ma, ma overthrow nila yung Nintendo being the number one console back in the days that uh, I, I, I would personally say na they did well they they did really good on the advertising on the games on the system they developed so nagkaroon talaga ng problema si Nintendo so oh I personally love Sega when when they came out so that, that that's my view on it alright thank you for that Sir Siebert why man Pumito. Dave, Sir Dave Scott, uh, knowing what you know now, uh, what can you say about the business strategy ng Sega based on the documentary that we saw? Uh, so yun, uh, basically yun nga, yung, yung story ng documentary tsaka yung book, basically umiikot siya sa uh, Sega, yung strategies nila, yung marketing strategies nila for business. Uh, and yun nga, basically, they were successful kasi for a time at least for a short while nalagpasan nila or nakuha na yung ibang market share ng uh, video game industry from Sega or from Nintendo uh, dahil nga yun sa mga marketing strategies nila so uh, basically nangyari to 90s so Gen X diba? so ayun parang inisip uh, nila yung mga yung mga nag naglaro, nag-start na naglaro ng Nintendo before, yun nga, may, uh, tumatanda na sila so, mga teenagers na sila and basically, ayun nga parang gusto nila much more mature content uh, so, basically uh, kung papanoorin yung mga mga commercials ng ginawa ng Sega before, yun nga, very 90s very grungy so, very in your face, di ba? so, ay, yun yung uh, ano nila, yung parang nag-concentrate sila sa more of yung mga older older uh, audience nila so hindi na sila yung hindi uh, nila kasi yung Nintendo di ba basically mga pambata yung ano yung yung uh, target nila so from uh, sa ano naman nila sa strategies nila is yeah let's market the system to a much more uh, mature uh, generation which is yun yung mga teens pre-teens yung mga adults and from there, actually, dahil sa naging successful sila, Nintendo is medyo gumaya rin by, uh, by the end. Yun nga yung before N64, medyo naging edgy na rin yung mga, yung mga, ano nila, yung mga commercials nila. And then pagpasok ng Sony, PlayStation, uh, they try to, uh, di ba yung sinabi dito, to gagayahin uh, nila yung Sega in strategy strategy-wise we're in yun nga edgy content tapos they make fun of Nintendo they make fun of Sega so uh, yun nga very successful ang marketing nila kasi uh, yun nga nakalabas na rin yung 
Genesis at that time niya, sabi ni Sir Sinclair. Pero yun niya, uh, they needed to market it uh, or to um, make a business strategy na yun niya, para mahabol or, or yun yung nangyari is malagpasan yung Nintendo. Uh, thank you uh, thank you for that sir Dave. How about you naman sir Joel? What can you say about the uh, uh, the business strategies that the documentary portrayed regarding Sega? Huh. Well, let's see. Um speaking as somebody who was in the Philippines back in the ano, back in the late 80s going into the 90s. Um yung most of the stuff I, I I think everybody can agree with me here na most of the stuff na nakita natin from Sega back then was mainly from the magazines that we used to get uh, from sa mga ano sa mga tindahan dati like um, Electronic Gaming Monthly, uh, Game Pro, uh, Games Master, Game Informer, yung mga magazines na yun. Usually we would get them at discount uh, bookstores sa Pinas like book sale or yung yeah. mga ano yung mga national bookstore yung mga pinaglumaan ng mga every mga pinaglumaang mga stock na doon yung binebenta nila minsan ng palugina ganun eh um, most of the stuff that we saw in terms of marketing from Sega was from the point of view of somebody na nandoon sa Pilipinas na nasa kabilang dulo ng mundo so when i saw yung documentary and i read the book actually i read the book first and then i saw the documentary it gave a lot of context to what happened in terms of marketing sa Sega. Most of the marketing sa magazines na nakikita natin dati were very in your face. Yun nga, you know, like like Jonah said, Sega does what Nintendo don't, which is actually happened before at uh, Tom Kalinske. He actually liked it. He just thought that it didn't go far enough. Ganun, you know? Now, wala tayo masyado nakuhang mga marketing sa Pilipinas from Sega uh, because like you guys mentioned, most of us were very much Nintendo fanboys dati sa ano, sa ano, sa Pinas. We grew up on Nintendo. Pero we saw a lot of marketing in magazines like as we see here like the Electronic Gaming Monthly or the Game Informer or the Games Master. And we picked up a lot of the marketing techniques of Sega from there. And watching the documentary gave a lot of context kung paano nila ginawa yun. I liked how how it was portrayed nga Ron's documentary how Sega was very much an upstart was fighting an uphill battle from two fronts actually surprisingly Sega wasn't just fighting uh, Nintendo from one side it was also fighting Sega of Japan on another side maraming ang kalaban dati talagang in, in a way I was very very impressed with how Sega was portrayed na hindi lang it was you know, it was subtle not so much subtle pero it was it was understated how it was fighting a two two-pronged war it was fighting Nintendo of uh, no, for, uh, the big jugger Nintendo of America yes the NOA and SOJ yes yes and it was also fighting SOJ SOJ because Tom Kalinske was promised one thing that he, he would have absolute control over marketing and selling the Sega Genesis or Sega in, in general. Pero nung maglaon, malaman-laman na lang niya, most of his decisions later on were, start, were starting to be over overridden by Sega of Japan, which is terrible actually. When you stop and think about it, dahil marami kang mga ginagawa na pin, pinangakuan ka, nagagawin mo ito, na pwede mong gawin ito, tapos later on, sasabihin ni ka-counterman lahat ng mga decisions mo. It's a very, it's a very, um, it's a very sobering. It's a very sobering point 
in the in, in the documentary and I, I liked how it was in a I liked how the attitude was still portrayed to the very end ng Sega from beginning to end na laban siya kahit na ano mangyari kahit na talo ka ng ano ng Nintendo actually not really talo because at a point I think Sega controlled almost 55% of the market na noon you know, in terms of marketing yeah. uh yun talagang ano talagang captured game market pero yun na nga if you're not being if you're fighting one war and then suddenly your general starts stabbing you in the back matatalo ka talaga yes. <laughs> that that showed ano that showed in the documentary and it showed in Tom Kalinsky's narration na nga you know, na talagang he was proud of what he did and i liked how ano how it was it was ano it was portrayed you know the sega portion was very well done like ano like maximus said in ano in gladiator uh, the things you do in life echo throughout eternity so the things that happened to sega and nintendo back then echo all the way to now to Sony versus Microsoft, and right. had its roots back way, way back when, pa from Atari, from enough from Nolan Bushnell. So, actually, another thing I liked about the documentary was how it started with Ralph Bayer, the father right? of <laughs> the home video game console. He was playing pong, pong on on the brown box, you know? and it ended with that image as well. But in yeah. the documentary, it's very cyclical it's very circular it's very and it's beginning to end talagang paulit-ulit mangyayari mangyayari din i like how he was saying that video games will be profitable in the future exactly and, yes. and, and it is still it now is, yes uh, it's true that the video game industry is worth more than the movie and television and music industry nowadays combined correct and that's why you know that's why it's the place to be video games not just from the beginning to the end all the way to the future ganun eh I like the documentary for that part. Sega's portrayal. Mm. Yeah. Uh, thank you that uh, for that, Sir Joel. Um, for me, I can pretty uh, I can pretty much summarize what happened to Sega and Tom Kolinsky. Siya yung ano ya, se, uh, Tom Kolinsky was pretty much ito yung uh, ito yung parang second uh, ito yung parang second wife kuno ni Hayao Nakayama na <laughs> na ang ganda mo ang uh, I think maganda uh, maganda ka kung mapapa kung, kung kasama kita I will promise I will promise you everything sige ay kitang gawin gusto mo and then when things got uh no guman nung nung, nung nung nakita ni Hayao Nakayama na super ganda ang super super ganda super super shala ang ginagawa ni Tom Kolinsky and his team sa Sega of America nagkaroon ng konting insecurity itong si Hayao Nakayama to the point na kung ano man ang magandang marriage nila in the beginning uh, somehow it crumbled to the point of no return na to the point na nag-divorce sila bitterly that's how uh, that's how I would like to describe it no uh, on how their their relationship was and correct tong si Sir Joel Sega uh, Sega of America had lots of conflicts Inter- sila, uh, internal internal warfare external warfare there were a lot of conflicts with uh, conflicts there internal and external external with with Nintendo of America internal with Sega of Japan so tama si Sir Joel doon and uh, but nung, nung the portrayal of Sega here uh, they they really did get the the executives that they could have find 
So you got Mr. Hayao Nakayama, of course, the uh, the president uh, and the, the overall head honcho ng ng Sega, Sega of Japan. And then hindi kumikita ang Sega Master System as well as they thought sa America. And they headhunted Mr. Tom Kolinsky from Mattel. And like Sir Joel mentioned, he promised one thing to Sir Okay, sir, sir, no, para kilala ko, sir Tom. <laughs> para friends, parang, parang close kami, no? Yeah, uh, no? Sabi ni Sir Tom, according to the book, according to, to Tom, he said to Hayao Nakayama, I want the opportunity to fail. Ayaw niya, yung, ayaw niya mangyari yung nangyari sa Mattel. Kung sakaling magkama, kung sakaling, kung sakaling hindi siya, uh, if ever he, he took a risk and he lost, hayaan mo siya, hayaan, daw niya siya na mag-course correct sa sarili niya he will do whatever it takes just le- just let him do whatever uh, whatever he thinks is best for the uh, for the American market because Sega of Japan doesn't know anything about the American market the gaming American market ibang gaming sensitivities ng Japan ibang gaming sensitivities ng Amerika kaya nga kaya, I mean hindi naman pupunta si Hayao Nakayama sa Amerika para mag-handhand ng isang ano ng isang executive na nakano and then i-adapt mo ang gaming sensitivities ng Japan <laughs> pagka pa pumunta ng ano pa pumunta ka pa ng Amerika di ba kaya ka nga pumunta sa Amerika to headhunt this guy because you heard so much about him about uh, kung paano niya Kung niya napasikat ang Barbie, kung niya napasikat ang Hot Wheels, kung niya napasikat ang He-Man and Masters of the Universe. He's, he's the guy. If you want to sell some, if you want to sell a toy, he's the is the right guy uh, as um, na free agent na nasa America at, at the time. So um, he also got Shinobu Toyoda. Siya yung parang uh, liaison between Sega of America. Siya yung parang translator kuno ni ano ni ni Tom Kalinsky kapag nandoon siya sa Sega of Japan. You got Paul Ryu, uh, Tom, uh, Al Nielsen, the big dude. Uh, you got Bill White, of course. Yung si Bill White, siya yung dating uh, siya yung dating Sega employee na lumipat sa ano sa sa Sega. You got Ellen Beth Van Buskirk siya yung ano siya yung mad, uh, minsan daw siya yung, siya yung nasa loob ng Sonic mascot costume <laughs> yes. si Mr. Steve Race na kinuha ni Tom Kalinske to head the marketing na eventually tumiwalag dahil hindi niya gusto ang Sega of Japan and we will talk about Steve Race later <laughs> and of course si Mr. Yuji Naka the creator of Sonic uh, the, the, the Sonic uh, the Hedgehog game so uh, they got their you know, they got their they get they got their uh, their executives no and like I mentioned earlier sana nan- nakuha nila ang excerpts mismo ni Mr. Hayao Nakayama uh, uh, on how on how he, uh, on how the decisions with Sega of Japan pretty much undermined everything what Sega of America wanted to do on the later half on the on the later stages of the of the console wars um, Sir Rave, how about you? Ayun, nawala ako, sobra nawala ako. Hindi ko na alam kung ano nangyari. Tama, tama. <laughs> uh, what can you say about Sega? Uh, Sega, of, Sega ka- of Japan. Uh, Sega okay. of America pala. Wait lang. Uh, kumuha kasi ako na ilang, ano, ilang lumang gaming magazine. Kasi narinig ko kay Sir, ano, Sir Joel kanina. Yung mga lumang magazine nung araw. Na yun ang isa sa ating, ano, pinagkukunan natin informasyon. 
tungkol yeah. sa mga ibang yeah. consoles like Sega for example kasi dito sa amin wala Sega talaga pag narinig may salita Sega ano yun parang ganun mm. so ayan yung mga book sale na sinasabi nung araw ito isa sa pinakaluma akong gaming magazine na talagang wasak na akong tutusin at hindi na rin siya nagtagal eh nung nakikita niyo yung price 47 pesos oh okay good price mm-hmm. oh naghang mm-hmm. Naghang ulit si Sir, ano, si Sir, si Sir Carlo. Ah, so 47 pesos for looking at around 1994, 93 price yeah. ng... <laughs> Roughly, you know. Book, book sale was our main resource dati ng mga magazines. And kung ano na yung mga ano, you could get books for 1 peso lang or magazines for 99. Nakaswerte si Carlo dyan na for... How much did he get it for? 47? 47. Yeah, nakaswerte siya doon. That, well, that was a very good price. Pero yun na nga, we Philippines. did... Magazine. Welcome back, Philippines! Ayan. Pasensya <laughs> <laughs> na talaga. Oh, go, ano, magigayar din kasi ako, kaya bigla ako nakawala. <laughs> <laughs> Ayan, so 47 pesos yan. Nabili ko sa Tanawan. Uh, Tanawan, okay. Ito, anong date, talagang anong hinanap ko. Anong date yan, Sir Carlo? Patanggas. Anong? Anong, anong date yung magazine? Date? January 30, 1996. Yes. Nice. Right. Okay. Oh, makikita. There you go. But it's not a lot of people. But it's not a Hiroshi Yamauchi. Oh, okay. Well, there you Yamauchi. go. That's Hiroshi Yamauchi, guys. That's the uh, president of Nintendo of Japan. Next generation Next magazine. It's a payan. It's a Which one is that one? This one is Ultra Game Players. Ultra Game Players. Okay. Grabe, ang dami rin mga magazines dati na nabibili ron sa, ano, sa book yes. sale. Na Medyo ano lang, madali na tayo ng anay. Kaya, <laughs> That's all right. Kaya. So, medyo hindi ko nalang papabayin na ang ayon sasabihin kasi baka mag-magic na naman ako. <laughs> Ayun lang, Gusega kasi dito sa amin talaga, ano, hindi hindi siya popular, wala siyang, walang halos nakakalam sa kanila. Mm-hmm. Actually, meron pa kang balay sa, mapabanggit ko lang, yung Turbo Graphics na tinatawag sa oh, yes. PCN yes. Japan. Alam ko yun ang unang kalaban ng, ane, ng Sega mm-hmm. bago pa lumabas yung 16-bit SNES. Yes. Naalaman ko lang yan, yung game niya na uh, tawagin ay uh, U-Cards. Fiesta dito sa amin, uso mm. yung ano, managtutulak pagka fiesta <laughs> ng mga okay. palabunutan ng Game Watch, mananalo ka ng bala ng Game Boy. Okay. Doon ako nakakita, unang beses ako nakakita nung turbo chip na yun, ah, U-Cards. Oh, so yun. Okay. Pagka-sega talaga nung time na yun eh, gaming magazine lang ano, ang mapapagkunan. Doon ko lang so, gaming magazine ko lang din alaman yung mga Sega Dash 1, what, Nintendo, tagline sila, welcome to the next level, saka yung mga ibang consoles nila. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I have to admit, eh, yun nga, like I said, Sega Genesis or Mega Drive, that was as it was known sa Pilipinas dati, was not... Ano, was not prominent talaga. Ako, nalaman ko lang yung Sega Mega Drive nung nagpunta ako sa, I think, Shangri-La yata dati or ano, I forgot din which one was that and which mall was that. Sa Mandaluyong, nakita ko siya doon nung college ako. Tapos sabi ko, uy, ito pala yung susunod na kalaban ng, ano, ng Nintendo, ng Famicom. Ang ganda. Yun, nag-ipon ako ng pera ko dati, lahat ng allowance ko. Tapos eventually, nakaswerte ako, bumili nga ako ng, ano, ng Sega Mega Drive dati. And my first game on it was Revenge of Shield. Altered Beast. I remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, Carlo. What was that? Altered Beast. No fucking game. 
Alter Beast ne wala yung Japanese ano Japanese version ng ano ng Sega Genesis yung Mega Drive wala pa in game dati oh, yeah. I'm not even sure it was it was an original piece of hardware you know pero nakaswet <laughs> pero yun nga na pero I was able to save up enough money to buy one and I guess yun nga another thing is nung umalis ako ng Pilipinas pumunta dito sa US napilita kong iwan lahat ng mga hardware at software ko sa Pilipinas. So I promised myself, lahat ng mga iniwan ko dati, i-rebuild ko na lang dito sa US. And that's why most of the stuff na pinapakita ko rito in the background, everybody, is mostly mga reissue na lang, yung mga, yung mga mini version. Like the NES ano, Classic or the Super Nintendo Classic Edition or the, ano, the Sega Genesis ano, the Sega Genesis Mini. Most of these are yung mga reissues na lang. Pinagbibili ko na lang dito para ano na lang para i-remake yung collection ko sa Pilipinas. Pero like you said, Carlo, dati-dati sa atin, it was halos purely Nintendo tayo dati. As in kada puntahan mo na rentahan, isang hilera diyan puro Famicom. Makakaswerte ka lang ng Neo Geo o kaya ng ano ng ano ng 3DO. I remember nakaswerte ako na 3DO dati ron sa Green Hill. Nung nagpunta ako, sabi ko, "Uy, 3DO ano to? Bagong na bagong console sinubukan ko. Maganda sana pero ang bagal mag-load." because it was the first time na naglagay ng CD ano ng CD interface dati sa isang console na nasubukan ko yung 3DO. Sinubukan ko yung unang susubukan ko yung Wing Commander 3 dati. It was great, but it was it took what? So, you know, 2 minutes to load one particular cutscene. So I thought what PlayStation nga eh 5 minutes ang loading. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Yan. <laughs> Grabe. So, that was 2 it. minutes wala eh mabilis na yun. <laughs> Sama sabi ni Carlo na talagang steep tayo. And anon sa sa Nintendo culture dante, and that's why ano, I'm sorry to say, pero sino naman sa Pinoy na family computer? What was that, Carlo? Sino naman sa Pinoy family computer? Yes, that's true. That's true. Sala ka kapag masage. Yes. Even Dave said, you know, sino nagumpisa siya ng gaming niya. Even Dave Scott says from the very beginning, Famicom siya, Legend of Kage. So talagang We, the, the, That's the, the very wars, basic of basic na Nintendo. <laughs> the console wars was very much a Western phenomenon. And nung pinost ko ron sa mga forums, nagahanap ako ng mga ano, oh, there you go. That, is that the 3DO? Yes, the Panasonic 3DO. Ah, that was a good one. You know? <laughs> Bigat niyan. Nung pinost ko yung question sa, ano, sa mga ibang forums on Facebook, a lot of people responded na, a lot of people responded about the console wars na talagang they were there were divisions sa elementary school nila dati and which guys were were Nintendo Team Sega which guys were Nintendo. Sega as in talagang fights would even break out in schoolyards dati magbubugbugan yung mga Sega versus Nintendo guys na <laughs> sa schoolyard dito sa US pero that wasn't a phenomenon sa atin sa Pilipinas talagang kapag sinabi mo na ano na Sega sabi nga ni Carlo sabi sasabihin ng mga oh, ano ba yan yata alam yan <laughs> so yeah that's that's my personal anecdote go ahead John, John. alright so we uh, anything anything else to add about uh, about Sega uh, Sir, Sibert and Dave before we proceed with uh, with the marketing war nope alright um, okay. pero alam mo I, I go, go, go. Hindi, hindi naman ako rich kid pero kasi medyo I grew up with Sega <laughs> uh, you rich kid ka <laughs> Because <laughs> I believe in pinag, pinagmanahan ako ng kapatid ko ng Sega after PS1 came out. So, ayun. But <laughs> mm-hmm. right. I had lots of uh, Sega back in the days. Ang dami sa SM noon dati. 
makakainis nga eh. Kasi... Actually, I, for, I got my... I got my... I got my first Sega Mega Drive sa Evercotesco Commonwealth. Mm, yan. Sa Ever, sa SM. Ang dami kayo. Ang dami kayo sa... It's a Mega Drive. Dito no? sa, yeah. sa atin. Mm. Alright. So, we will proceed now with the actual marketing war. And hindi naman makakaroon ito ang console war if Sega was not so... Either they're very brave or they're very stupid. <laughs> Depending on what your uh, what your perspective here during the 90s, no? So, Tom Kalinske pretty much... Uh, Tom Kalinske and his team pretty much came up with a plan. How to oust Nintendo's monopoly with the gaming industry, and they devised this this five point plan with Sega of Japan, uh, Sega of Japan, with Hayao Nakayama and his executives. Uh, and according to the documentary, at first, hindi naging ano, uh, at first hindi naging uh, maganda ang reception, dahil they were pretty ambitious on what they wanna do. But they, uh, but eventually Hayao Nakayama, uh, true to his word, okay, fine, itong Kinuha kita para paandarin na Sega of America the way you see fit. Gawin mo gusto mo mangyari. Let's see what happens. And then we got the actual game plan from Mr. Tom Kalinski. So, we can see here, number one, lower the price of, of the Genesis. Defeat Mario. More sports. Make Sega Genesis cool for teenagers. And number five, make you know poke the bear <laughs> make fun of nintendo so uh give it those five point plan no we will uh we will start with the panel on what they uh, on what their take ano yung opinion nila sa battle plan ng sega ano yung marketing plan nila no against nintendo sir dave let's start with you what can you say about this battle plan ng sega was it good was it bad or anything uh, that you ikaw, ikaw, kung, kung, kung ikaw si Tom Kalinski, what what would what what would be your change kung ikaw ang naging kung ikaw ang kasama sa executive niya what are the things that you might do differently uh, kung ako si Tom I would not change anything kasi uh, yun nga yung strategy naman niya is ano it worked they were able to defeat uh, Nintendo even for just a while yung, yung problema lang niya talaga is yung, yung pushback from Sega Japan uh, plans yung uh, at the end. So, ayun. So, marketing-wise, ayun nga, uh, brilliant plan ay ito. Uh, kasi nga, ayun nga, may cancelled siya. Uh, one thing na ano ko dito is yung number five yung make fun of Nintendo. Kasi dito sa atin sa Pilipinas, di ba, hindi nung uh, usual yung yung isang plan is mag-name ng Uh, rival pa niya and then sasabihin niya na ganito, ganyan, <laughs> pero I do uh, remember seeing yun nga, mga advertisements sa states yun nga, yung Wendy's, yun nga, pinapakita niya kung gano yung kalaki yung size ng burger niya compared sa McDo so dito, hindi naman or, or never ako naka-encounter ng ganyan uh, so parang in the states, parang I guess normal na marketing strategy yun Uh, or at least at that time. Diba? So, yun, yung, uh, yung number four, Call for Teens, yun nga yung nasabi ko nung uh, in-discuss ko pa. Uh, instead of like Nintendo concentrating with the uh, children, or, sila naman yung mas gusto na maging, maging cooler brand, maging edgier. So, mas na-concentrate sila sa teens. Then, 
Kaya nga, defeat Mario, dito yung, dito pumasok si Sonic, right? So, uh, gusto talaga ni Tom na maka, kita or makagawa ng uh, mascot for Sega na ang tapat kay Mario, which is, uh, at the time, naging, at least kasi sikat Mario si Sonic, diba? And more sports, I believe dito sa documentary, pumasok siya yung sabi ni Tom is yun nga, yung may parang disconnect sa Sega Japan. That's correct. Uh, when it comes to, first yun nga, yung culture. Kasi hindi naman makukuha nung, hindi nila nakukuha nung, hindi nakukuha ng Sega Japan yung licenses. Yung montana. Yung montana. Sega, Sega of America or yung gusto nilang Three sports. Basketball, yep. football, baseball. Yes. Yep. Kami naalala ko yung sa hockey nila yung may dumudugo yung ulo pag... Hockey <laughs> was also a big one, yeah. Yep. Hockey. Yeah. Miniature line before yata. Uh, so, yeah. And then, yun, uh, lower the price din. Siyempre, uh, yung Nintendo at that time, y- yung pinakaayaw talaga nang gawin is lower the price. Kasi even sa retailers... Oh, okay. <laughs> Even today. Even today. Ibigay nila ng chance lang yung mga tao to buy more Nintendo. So, so naging uh, medyo na spin nila uh, na yung pinangyari. So, yun, uh, all in all, uh, yung game plan ni Tom is great kasi nila. Nagka-results naman na natalo nila yung Nintendo. Even for just a while. Yung problema na niya talaga is Sega Japan. Right. Uh, thank you for that, Sir Dave. Uh, Sir Carlo, what can you say about the battle plan na pinapakita ni uh, Tom Kalinske rito? Battle plan? Talagang ano eh, gera ano? Well, over the price. Pagkano ba nilabas ng Genesis ng time na yun eh? 199 ba? Hindi ako sure eh. 299. Was it 189? Anyway, yeah. Less anyway, than $200, that's for sure. Nung nilabas naman ng Genesis, eh ano eh. So, makakatapat lang niya talaga yung Turbo Graphics sa US. So, para even field naman sila. Defeat Mario, mascot, there's Alex Kidd, right? Before correct. Sonic. That's correct. More sports, yeah. More sports, I think, ano eh, talagang kinuha nilang EA para gumawa ng maraming games, sports games. John Madden, uh, John Madden, John Montana Football, NHL, NBA Series, Full cool 14. NBA Jam, shit. Mm, wow. He's on fire! Full <laughs> cool 14. Yeah. Make, make fun of Nintendo. Ito. Medyo may masasabi ako rito. Naghanap ng putas ang Sega sa Nintendo, Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Kung ano yung kung ano yung specs na nakakalamang sila. Which is yung uh, speed ng ano, processor yata niya. Last Parang processing. 1 megahertz lang naman ang pagitan. Kaya yung Grand, uh, Gradius 3 ng SNES, prone siya sa, ano, sa slow motion pa yun. Kung tawagin mo. Parang naglalag yeah, ng At ginawa ng ano, ng slogan ng, ng Sega yung blast processing kasi mas mabilis daw sila hype marketing so, ang tawag doon yeah <laughs> kinain naman ng mga tao one thing na sa tingin ko na sana naisip nila ay yung buttons ng Sega Genesis 3 buttons yun lang diba yung ABC sana na predict nila na 
sana predict nila na ano, naisip nila na mas advance baka kailangan mas maraming buttons. Kasi nung lumabas sa Street Fighter 2, doon na lumalamang ang ano, ang SNES sa kanila, nakakahabol. Kasi sa Genesis, bibili ka pa ng extra controller. Eh, sa SNES, plug and play na lang. Six button pad. Yes. Right. Um, you, you can use this as a six button the way you like if you're playing street fighter the way you use this back in the days is you press start para ma well ito yung punch diba xyz punch. you need to press start para maging kick naman siya Ang yep, hirap naman nun. So, exactly. Kamusta naman, kamusta naman ang daliri mo nun? Ayan yung, pero they came up with the six button. Panayal uh, siguro. Eventually. Pero if you're yeah. gonna be using this on Street Fighter. Please, tandaan then, tawag namin dyan. That's the way to do it. Press the start button para ma-change yung button. Yes, yeah. but in a competition, kapag binubugbog ka na ng kalaban mo, that microsecond na pipindutin mo yung start button na shoryuken ka na nun. Yeah. <laughs> Grabe Siya, mo mag-ego yeah. eh, no? Yeah, talagang, yeah. talagang napaka-expert po na no, kung yan ang gagamitin yung mong ano, button pad. <laughs> yeah. Sa Evo. <laughs> Alright. Uh, since nandiyan na rin, uh, since nagsalita rin naman si Sir Seabert. Sir Seabert, what can you tell uh, what can you tell us about the battle plan of Sega of America uh, Tom Kalinske right so alam nyo uh, personally I, I agree with Sir Dave and Sir Rave about their inputs about their battle strategy Tom Kalinske did really good uh, in in promoting Sega so nagboom talaga ang Sega dahil sa kanya so the only downside is if only Sega Japan listened to Tom Kalinske of Sega America Sega could have been big still uh, nowadays. Personally, uh, that's my opinion. Because uh, Tom was really doing good. They they lowered the price. They defeated Mario with coming up with Sonic. And uh, they had more sports. And, and it's cool for teens. Because um, kids back in the days, when you play games, ang mentality ng tao is that it's console games is just for kids. That's right. But uh, they focus on the teens. So... Magaling talaga si Tom, Tom Kalinske when coming up to promotion and 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 uh, alam mo yung Flintstone na Vitamins. I remember Flintstone, Flintstone Vitamins. Yes, exactly. I I I drink that when I was a kid. Alam ko lang dalaman. Ngayon wala dalaman si Tom, Tom Kalinske pala yung yung mind over came up with that idea. Yeah, then 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 naputa siya sa Mattel with, with Barbie. So he man like uh, what Sergio just mentioned. So he, he did really well for for Sega in promoting their their uh, their console and the games itself. So um, they make fun of Nintendo. It's because of that reason. Because eh. Nintendo was dominating. So parang as ane kumbaga uh, nilaban nila uh, full force kumbaga sa ane. Wala nang paligo-ligo ito. They, they just right. made fun of them. And uh, it, it really did well. It, and uh, my my only say is that uh, they could have done more sana if only Nintendo. Because Sega, Sega Japan listened to what Tom Skalinski is doing. But they never had that support. It's either Nakayama was was afraid na ma-overthrow siya. Right, yun 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 y
Exactly. Kasi he, so, he, he was doing so well in in Sega of America, in Sega of America. The cheese, ang cheese mistaw guys ha? And I'm not sure if you're not not to quote me on this. Mm-hmm. The shareholders of Sega overall were pretty much impressed with Tom Kalinske's performance. Exactly. Yes. Uh, there was, was talk na he was he was going to take over completely over over Sega. And yes. just to, and just to make sure na 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 nasak na kanya parin ang ano ang hold with overall Sega, uh, the whole company. Nagkaroon dun na nagkaroon ng kony pagbabago with their ano with their uh, with their agreement per se. Because uh, the te- uh, technology per se, Tom Kalinske was like uh, yung bagong technology. He was who was coordinating. Uh, technologies with with other companies like like right. Sony they, there were instances na nagmerge sana ang Sony and uh, so some other uh, developers back in the days exactly yes so but Sega Japan never listened it's because of that's the reason na uy baka mawalan ma, ma, dumating ang araw si Tom Kalinske na magmay-ari ng Sega so right. well it's just my thought about it. Tom, Tom was really good, and if Tom was still around, Sega still could have been big uh, right. counterpart of Nintendo, Sega, and Sony. We got nowadays. four, right? We got four. Uh, we got four companies battling each other, if ever. Still, though. still, yeah. Still. That's that's correct. All right. Uh, thank you for that, Sir Sieber. Sir Jovel, how about you? What say you about the battle plan, the battle strategy of Sega of America? Ayan. Well, sidebar muna. <clears throat> sabi nga ng, ano, sabi nga ni, ano, ni, ni Siebert, uh, Sega was actually in coordination with a lot of technologies back then. Can you, looking at an alternate reality, if natuloy yung, ano, yung coordination with Tom Kalinske with Olaf Olofsson, uh, of Sony. Sony. So, can you imagine having a Sega PlayStation, you know? Instead of right. a, instead of a Sony PlayStation, they integrate yung ano yung Sony sa Sega, and they became Sega PlayStation. Can you imagine the dominance of the market over Nintendo on the end? It would, you know, it would. Right now, the 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 layout would be completely different from what we're you know, what we're looking at right now. You know, <clears throat> you know, in terms of the battle plan, in terms of the business aspect of Sega, I was, you know, when I saw, I, I would not be surprised. If this book in particular, or books like it in the future to be written, are going to be used as part of a curriculum in business in the future in colleges here, you know, in the U.S., and I wouldn't be surprised in the, in Pinas naren, you know, because marketing-wise, uh, it's very emblematic of how the United States does business, you know. One major factor, kasi ng culture shock ko from lipat from Pilipinas to the U.S. Sabi nga ni Dave is in Pinas, you never mention your competitor. You never mention your direct no. competitor. Sa mga By actors, name. Always <laughs> name. The other guy. The other brand. The other guy. Mga ibang mga ano, sa mga ibang mga ano, pareta. Bukas na kabila. Ito yung kulay puti na lalabas roon sa damit mo. Pero yung sa pareta namin sa Tide, kulay puti mo ay kumikinang-kinang at ano, masisilaw ka. Ganun yun. No? Lasang bebel gum. Anyway, <laughs> so you never mention that in in the Philippines, pero in the US, it's very in your face. They mention blatantly, yes, yes blatantly they mention your direct competitor. Laglagan ever talaga. Exactly, as in talagang every time, every advertisement talaga it says you know 
it's very emblematic. Genesis what does what Nintendo don't. Now yeah. that is the perfect example of it. Uh, their Sega's approach to it was very American, was very Western, and it was very effective. Like you know, like Dave and Siebert and Carlos says, you know, talagang honestly, if if Tom had been given the reins and he had been allowed to negotiate the things that he was conceptualizing, who knows where Sega would have been by now? Like I said, it would have been the Sega PlayStation rather than the Sony PlayStation. Nintendo would definitely still be a player in the market, but it would basically be a three-way fight between right now probably Microsoft, Sega PlayStation, and Nintendo. So honestly, the battle plan that Tom Kalinske wrote out was very impressive. I would not be surprised if it got taught in colleges in the future, especially in ano, in video game marketing. Because in here in the U.S., there are mga curriculum about video game creation and video game marketing. Eh. As in, talagang meron nagenon. I would say uh, the marketing aspect, Tom Kalinsky did it well, did it did it awesomely. And I know if it wasn't for the politics, like Jonas mentioned, I wouldn't be surprised if what he was saying was absolutely true. If it wasn't for what Sony, uh, uh, um, uh, Sega of Japan was doing behind the scenes, screwing Tom Kalinsky over and countermanding all his decisions, it's like getting. Mario Batali or Gordon Ramsay to cook for you, and then telling him you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't use this ingredient, you can't, no, you can't, you can't, you can't use that walk. So honestly, the battle plan that Tom Kalinsky wrote out was great, and I really wish it had come to fruition. But yes, uh, history being uh, hindsight being 2020, and we can learn everything from history. I can honestly bet. That I know, console wars the book and all the other books that are being written about the console wars and how how hardware and software is being developed in video games will be taught in colleges and in curriculums going forward. Um, I just I just want to add on that, okay, Sir Joel. Mm, yes. Uh, sa lahat ng mga nanonood, guys, if 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 you're interested, because Lyceum of the Philippines, by the way, is uh, they have this course. Um, and they collaborated with Tier One. Actually, ano tate? One year na to So oh, if cool. you if if you want to take a course in esports, there's a, co- a course here in the I believe Lyceum palang gumagawa nito. It's Bachelor of Science in esports, guys. Bachelor of Science in esports. So if you guys want, it, it's a four-year course. So if you want to be a professional esports gamer, so it's now a thing. So here in the Philippines, uh, uh I well, it, it's it's something that uh, you could probably take on a four-year degree. <laughs> a four-year degree in esports, PhD. All right. Yes. <laughs> Bachelor of Science in esports and uh, Lyceum of the Philippines is, I know, is uh, they have that curriculum. All right. We have a comment from Xander in the you know in the comment section. Fantasy Star, Fantasy Star. Sega, Sega. Right. That's Fantasy Star for the Sega Master System, and Fantasy Star Two for the Sega Genesis. And all right, nice. These are you know, uh, portrait panels that I am planning on hanging up in my background. Para hindi sobrang trap naman na kulay puti lang yan. <laughs> nice, nice. Ganda, ganda. So. Battle plan ng Sega, no? Um, like we mentioned earlier, um, 
with the success of Tom Kalinsky and his team, naging maganda ang success ng America, uh, Sega of America, on what they on what they were doing. Sega Genesis, Sega Genesis were pretty much a, a a big big success in the West compared to uh, to the Japanese sales in Japan. That's why when the board uh, the, the the talks between the board members and the shareholders kasi sabi nila na bakit hindi kayo kasing galing ng ano Sega of America bakit ang bakit ang marketing nyo sa Sega of Japan is uh, is uh, medyo mediocre compared to them so there were there were insecurities there were uh, syempre Sega of Japan being the prideful the prideful uh, men of men of Japan that they that they are hangga't maaari kung anong gusto namin kung kung meron kaming gustong plano i-adapt ng America we don't want to compromise anything kayo mag-compromise sa amin pero ang amin sundin ninyo that, that was Sega of Japan <laughs> right and lower the price defeat, defeat Mario nung sinabi ni uh, when the, when Tom Kalinske and and Shinobu Toyoda came to Hayao Nakayama and the executives of Sega of Japan nung sinabi nila yan ayaw nila ayaw nila yan kasi nga daw this is, this is their first major release sa Sega of, ng Sega of America sa sa US bakit namin bababaan ng price eh, di ba parang parang ito yung parang ito yung ano eh, yung uh, Chinese market na okay lang na mababa ang kita basta maraming benta alam niyo yun guys yes yun, yun yung yun yung parang Chinese principle di ba kung bababaan natin ng price by by uh, it will it uh, congruently kung mababa ang price mas marami ang benta by statistics alone sasabihin uh, sasabihin ng mga tao na uy maraming ano maraming kumuha ng ng system namin kumpara sa competition well kasi dahil murang dahil murang amin which is understandably so kung ikaw nasa market syempre kukunin mo yung kunin mas mura right and if you have the and okay lang kung mura ka nga but kung wala kung walang kwenta naman ng mga laro mo that's why they wanted Sonic to be bundled with the Sega Genesis day one at ayaw din na ayaw din na hayaw na kaya mayon bakit <laughs> mababa na ang presyo ng ano ng ng ano ng, ng Genesis tapos isasama mo pa pa ano ililibre mo pa pati yung ano yung yung premier game natin tama di ba parang kung kung ikaw yung kung ikaw yung boss kung mag uh, parang sinabi mo na rin na uh, kung bibili ka ng kung bibili, kung bibili ka ng ulam kasama na patikanin <laughs> parang ganun ang parang parang ganun ang labas eh no oh, hindi hiwalay may, may kasama na kasama ng kanin doon parang happy meal na parang happy meal ang naging nangyari sa ano sa Sega Genesis but they wanted to defeat Mario brand recognition is one thing in in marketing i learned this uh, I, i learned this a while back brand brand recognition is very important in regards to your marketing. Nintendo had Mario. Sega has what? So what is name Sonic Rave? Kid Who was that? Sonic the Hedgehog. Right? Pero ano, there was Alex before kid. him it was Alex the Kid. A- Alex the Kid, yeah. right? Between Mario and and Alex the Kid. Sinong sino mas kilala ng mga tao? Mario. Mario definitely, yeah. Between Mario and Pac-Man, sino mas kilala? Pac-Man pa rin. But still, you But by, by by creating your own mascot, it kind of makes it not synonymous to the game company. Naren, if you see Mario, you know it's Nintendo. So they wanted some. So they wanted a a mascot for themselves, 
to recognize the mascot with the company for Sega. That's why they create. Uh, they 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 uh, they held this competition between uh, the Sega of Japan employees, and then nanalo sa balota Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> They don't know who they know. They don't know what a hedgehog is. Pero okay, fine. They they did a few changes. Na ayaw din ng ano? Na ayaw din ng Sega of Japan. But still, eventually, nakaroon ng revision, and then we got Sonic, right? Uh, and then they and they um, and Sonic was, uh, and they advertised Sonic katabi si Mario. Na sinabi nila na op. Oh, ito lang to ang bagal pa, ang parang ang bagal ni Mario. Pero si Sonic boom 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 boom. Yeah. So they were very strict with their uh, they were very uh, smart with their marketing. Dahil pinapakita nila na ito si Mario, ito si Sonic. Ito ang bagal, ito mabilis. So saan ka pa? Yung commercial nila na this is your brain on Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. This is your brain on Sega. Ngayon, di ba napaka-erratic. So uh, ang galing ng kanilang ang galing ng kinuha nila mga marketing dito. And then yung sinasabing welcome to the next level. Oh yeah. The, the marketing welcome to the next level. It kind of gives you the impression that na, na you're already done with uh, with Nintendo, the 8-bit Nintendo. By playing Sega Genesis, the 16-bit, you are already graduated from this to here. It plays, and they were very good with the marketing. Right? I, I really like that one compared to Sega does what Nintendo. That's <laughs> okay. Mas okay pa sa akin yung welcome to the next level. Mas ano pa? Mas subtle pa yung kanilang ano? Yung kanilang jab. Yeah. <laughs> uh, more sports. So, so like 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 what we mentioned earlier, Sega of America pretty much uh, knows the sensibilities of the American gamers. American gamers, sa America, the four big uh, sports there that they got your American your American baseball, mm-hmm. your American football, your American wow. basketball, and, hockey. and then and then your oh, hockey, right? Tulad ng sinabi ni Sir Rave, you got NBA Jam. Right, love that game. Mm-hmm. Um, you got your Madden, right? And then your uh, your 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 NHL, and then uh, and, and then your and then your ba- and, then, and then your baseball games, right? In Sega, in Sega of Japan, so Japan, kasi ang ang main crux of their gaming is role-playing games. Mm-hmm. That's true. They're more on role-playing games in Japan, more Dragon sports. Play. Uh, more sports and action oriented sa sa America. That's why medyo nagkaroon ng konting uh, ng discrepancy of delays ang JRPGs papunta sa sa America. But that's another topic for another discussion. Uh, kasi ang Japan lang ano eh, uh, RPGs ang Japan eh, no? And then Cool for Teens. MTV at the time was very influential. Ito yung mga panahon na Beavis and Butthead, right? Yeah. I want my uh, uh, gangster rap was pretty much prevalent. East Coast, West Coast, uh, Tupac, Biggest Malls. Yan yung mga ano eh. Yan yung ano eh. Uh, uh, um, uh, NWA, NWA niggers with uh, niggers with attitude, di ba? Eto yun yung eto yung mga panahon na yung mga yung mga bata during the uh, during the eighties ay lumalaki na to teenagers. So they were catering more on the teenagers. Yung mga graduate na sa Nintendo, kung ano yung, uh, they're more on grunge, rock. Ito yung mga nag-uso na nun eh. So they, were, so they were very much, very smart on marketing on this, uh, uh, on this, on this demographic. Kasi we're not catering to kids anymore. We're catering on the teenagers and the, 
and the almost adults mm-hmm. make fun of Nintendo every once in a while so sige and, and <laughs> yung Genesis that's what Nintendo diba yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah sure <laughs> sige fine <laughs> uh, uh, it did it did it, it did struck a nerve Mm-hmm. Uh, um, to uh, not only to the employees of Sega of America with Howard Lincoln, but to the Sega, uh, but to the Nintendo fanboys, naren. So, 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 uh, the battle plan was uh, the battle plan was uh, was quite effective to say the least. Yun sabi natin, no? Yes. Um, and then we will proceed now. Nung medyo nagiging heated up na yung ano, nagiging heated, nagiging uh, out of control na yung labanan nila. So at this time, uh, at this at this time around 93-94, Bill White left Nintendo. Steve Rice left Sega. And then something came out, Mortal Kombat. Right? So you got your Mortal Kombat, you got you got Mortal Monday, right? And then uh, you got Little Enforcer, and then you got Night Trap, the infamous three games that led to the creation of your ESRB. So we will talk about kung paano nila pinotrayo no? So, where's the, uh, where's the graphic here? I'm going to remove this one. Oh. Okay. Joseph Liverman. So we got Joseph Lieberman here, no? Uh, I will start with this one. Uh, I will start with this one. Um, the story was, um, meron, uh, meron daw, meron daw kasi ano, meron daw bata na gusto daw bumili ng Mortal Kombat for the Sega Genesis. And then, sinabi niya sa magulang niya, o oh, sige, bibilan ka namin. And then, tignan ko muna yung, tignan ko muna yung laro, sabi ng tatay. And nung nakita niya yung Mortal Kombat, parang di ata niya gusto yung nakikita niya. It turns out itong itong tatay na to eh isa pala siyang isa siya sa mga tao ni Senator Joe Lieberman. So sinumbong niya kay Senator Lieberman yung ano itong itong Mortal Kombat na ito. At hindi lang yun. So basically it stirred up the uh, this uh, this uh, this concept na video games are being more and more violent. So they got the consensus of parents, advocacy groups um, regarding uh, regarding video uh, in regards to video game violence. And uh, I I'm not sure. Uh, I think Sir Joel and Sana si Mamuchu nandito. They would know better than I do. The U.S. guys, talamak ang violence. Kahit saan naman, kahit saan naman lugar sa mundo, ang daming violence, mm-hmm. right? It's true. In the U.S., you got your National Rifle Association. Nasa kanila ang barel, okay? Guns, uh, an- kung ano yung kung ano yung mismo nakakapatay ng tao, hindi nila makontrol. But for some reason, they they took advantage of this situation and pretty much put all the blame of the overall violence sa video games. Na alam naman natin na wala namang cor- correlation, right? Mm. So, uh, hindi ko may... T- um, basically, Sega and Nintendo... Uh, the major leading uh, gaming companies during uh, during 1994, they see this. Uh, they saw this. It, it, it was a pretty much a bullshit uh, publicity stunt. <laughs> Joseph Lieberman was pretty much for re-election for uh, during that time, and in this would be a perfect time 
for uh, for him to take action kung sakaling uh, sakaling i-mitigate niya itong issue na ito. So, Howard Lincoln was representing Nintendo. Bill White, the former Nintendo of America executive na lumipat sa Sega, represents Sega para i-defend nila ang sarili nila with uh, with Senator Lieberman and Senator Cole during uh, during the during the hearing in regards to bakit napaka-violent ninyo and if you are if you are going to be so violent you need to regulate yourselves if you don't regulate yourselves then the US government will so that's the ultimatum so i will start with sir carlo sir carlo what can you say about hmm. this part of the documentary the violence in video games mhm wait hindi ko pa naibalik tong magazine Kasi mm-hmm. meron dito ano. Video oh. games mm-hmm. are good for you. Are good for you. Ha, yung sinunda na issue kasi nito, ano, yung tungkol kay Joseph Lieberman. And then in, in this issue, may nagtatanggol naman tong sa video games na video games are good for you. Hindi lang, hindi siya sabi nito. Senator Joseph Lieberman hopes to help prevent a new generation of axe-wielding psychopaths by stopping children playing violent video games. Paano siya ano siya? Professor Henry Jenkins. Yeah, quote on yep. oh, okay. Professor Henry, Henry Jenkins. Jenkins. Yeah, okay. Ayun lang, ano ba sabihin ng mga bata ko? <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, on no, your case. Ito, um, so so to help Sir Carlos. So, itong panahon na dine-defend ng ano, yung yung kasi dito kasi parang imbis na magkampihan ang Nintendo and Sega sa hearing mm. ito, para nagbabakpakan pa rin sila eh. Siya sabi ng Nintendo, kasalanan ng Sega to eh. Ang Sega hindi, nauna ang Nintendo eh. May baril kayo, di ba? Mm-hmm. Imbis na magkampiyan sila dito dahil nanganganib sila dito, they spend mo they spend most of the time dito sa hearing na to. Nagaanoan pa rin sila, na parang nag nag-aaregluan pa rin sila. So what can you say about the actual hearing? Pointing fingers at each other. Right? Mm-hmm. Because ano eh, Sega wants to be edgy. They want to be the edge edgier company kumbaga. Kaya they allowed the blood in Mortal Kombat tapos right. yung nakita na shower scene dun sa light trap yep. oh, and then the light guns. Sa light yung sa detail enforcer. Yeah. So parang ang parang ang dating tuloy is parang nung, nung pinakita ni Joe Lieberman yung mismong barrel kahit sino naman kahit sino naman tao nun isipin mm. barrel talaga yan diba? Revolver yan eh. Yes. Revolver na iba lang ang kulay. Kaya ano, nagkaroon ng iba't ibang kulay ng light, ng light gun. Kasi kung titignan natin, yung light gun sa gun, black siya talaga. Like the first mas stunner. Mas grabe pa eh, no? Uh, yung stunner na Sega Saturn, na Sega Stunner, black siya. Nung dumating siya sa US, naging kulay orange. Para, dahil nga dyan sa, ano, sa mga ESRB na Amerika. Mm-hmm. Kaya, binababaan nila yan, ano, para hindi mapagkamalang violent, violent raw. All right. Uh, how about you, sir, uh, Siebert? What can you tell about how the hearing was uh, was portrayed here? Um, I I agree with what you said, Kanina, Sir Joe. Because in business, sila, so it's still a competition between them. Considering top dog when it comes to gaming uh, back in the days. So, well, specifically on 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 those days, na nagkompetong dalawang giants na to. So, Sega was really doing good. 
at that time they oh, they were doing more good sa Nintendo na na, na nalagpasan nila yung achievement ni Nintendo at that time so nagbabangayan sila so we have to thank Mortal Kombat as well because kasi it, it specifically um and dapat sisihin rin dito yung mga um yung mga what do you call this yung mga, nag, yung mga developers yung mga nag-publish ng games midway Midway, which is Midway, diba? So it has nothing to do with Nintendo or Sega, but it's the publisher who actually made those games that should be blamed about it. Nah, they they made those type of games. So so well, thanks to them, and daming murderers nowadays. Sa ano natin? <laughs> well, if you look at it, kasi andaming andaming ano so major diverse ng gaming natin yon. Uh, which were the apps they started and. Uh, Anyway, kasi nawala na yung conception na kasi back in the days, alam mo, pag sinabi mong video game, ang unang papasok sa utak mo, Mario, pambata. Pero na nagkaroon na ng Mortal Kombat, nagkaroon na ng mga iba-ibang titles, medyo na, na bago yung perception niya eh. So, nowadays, if, if we say video game, hindi na pambata ang utak mo eh. Ang, ang, ang iisipin ng tao, kasi sobrang diverse na ng gaming, especially nowadays, na kahit mga professionals, they're into gaming na talaga. So, uh, I would say it's, 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 it's sad, kasi back in the days, uh, in, instead of, uh, yun nga, yung sinabi nyo na nagtutulungan sila in Congress, but instead, what they did is that nagpapasiklabon pa sila with 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 right. uh, with, with uh, yung akong kung anong ginawa ni Sega and and kung anong pinoduce ni Nintendo which is you know, no naman talaga si Nintendo pero since aggressive yung approach ni Sega na bine-blame since sabi nila pinupush ni Sega yung mga ganitong classic games for teens so yeah uh, for me it's it's it could have been something na parang strategy din na uh, para umusbong yung gaming at that time and uh, they actually did well uh, in doing it so yun lang sa akin so it could have been blamed for the publisher as well not just for them who actually uh, sell those games so Midway was one of those publishers well to be fair there, at the time wala talaga silang rating system pa nun eh mm. Nintendo have their own, ano, diba? Ang Nintendo kasi they have their own seal of approval. Meaning kung standards nila, they will they will uh, they will abide to it. Sega was pretty much walang ganun eh, diba? Wala wala talaga silang regulatory standards in pertaining how violent or sexually suggestive their uh, the, the games will be published by a third party developer. Na nagkataon lang na at the time na lumabas ang Night Trap dumabas na Night Trap and then they were called into the hearings doon lang sila nagproduce ng sarili ng sarili nilang ano in-house rating system na nagulat ang mga tao kailan nyo, kailan, pa, kailan pa kayo meron yan sinabi ni Howard Lincoln kaya lang naman kayo meron yan kasi nahuli kayo <laughs> wala naman kayo niyang ganyan dati hmm. di ba it was very, uh, so so at nag, nag talagang nag uh, to the point yung hearing na yon if you if you if you're going to watch the whole hearing and how it, it, it the, the the documentary didn't really portray that much into it but it pretty much settled the uh, settled the stage na Sega and Nintendo were still at odds with each other even if they have the same even if they have the same enemy right in front of them sir dave what can you say about this issue 
Uh, well, first yung ano nga, yung naalala ko dito is yung si Sega, pinili nila si uh, Bill White to represent them. Uh, sort of as an FU to Nintendo. Kasi ganito yeah. sa Nintendo. And to make it look na yung yung Senate is uh, uh, is looking at or yung sa hinihiring nila yung uh, is someone from Nintendo and someone formerly from Nintendo. So parang strategy na nila yun is to yun nga, parang Sabi nga ni Tom yun eh. Pinili nila si Bill White kasi <laughs> inside man daw. <laughs> yep. So yun. Uh, ayun nga, sabi rin ni sa sa comments dito is yung, dahil dito is yung result nito is yung ano nga yung pag-establish ng ESRD that's right uh, and uh, even like sa comics before naging issue rin yung uh, violence which led to the establishment of comics code authority rin naman that's right yun nga parang rating system din so uh, and unfortunately right now para kasi pag may issue ng violence sa states one of the first thing they point fingers at is uh, eh. video games, viral video games. Stupid, stupid argument. And pero yun parang wala pang nakakapaglabas ng uh, definitive study na yun yung, yung viral. I mean, violence in video games leads to violence in real life. So may mga studies na ganon pero may studies din na nakonta don. So wala pang talagang definitive na answer yan. Eh, itong ano, di ba yung itong hearing na to uh, dahil nga sa Mortal Kombat which is, I believe yung Mortal Kombat yung nag-push sa Sega at that time right. na, to the top kasi uh, pareho sila naglabas ng version ng Mortal Kombat pero yung Nintendo so overly sanitized yung version nila Self-sharp yep. uh, and green yung blood so, ah, <laughs> Pawis. Pawis. Sweat. Parang mas sweat or blood. Parang mas cooler version yung ano, di ba? Sega. Ganun pa rin yung uh, inline pa rin sa Blood strategy. Blood mode. And I guess this is uh, one of the, this is one of the best examples na there's no such thing as bad, bad blood publicity. Kasi, yun yan, dahil, dahil, dahil dito, uh, lalong sumikat yung mortal combat sa Sega. And it pushed them over Do the top to Nintendo. Right. So you go. Uh, Sir Joel, yes. knowing that pa rin ang mass shooting sa US, mm. do you think after all of this, na, itong nangyari sa hearing na to, may nangyari ba in regarding violence sa US? Uh, <laughs> well, let's put it this way. Uh, tama sabi ni Dave that there have been studies that have come out that showed that violence in general overall have has kind of been on the downtrend ever since video games started becoming popular now i'm not sure if that's correlation versus causation that people are able to let their their tendencies out through video games rather than in real life it's the same argument that people are saying about movies na nga, you know like you know it's the fact that now violent movies and violent tv shows are there and Sasabihin mo na, na video games are the same way that they affect the psyche of the American people to such an extent na the moment that you start playing Counter-Strike, lalabas ka out of your door, tapos mamamatang That's not necessarily connected. Um, psychos will always be psychos. There, in, in any society, there will always be crazies. And you have to deal with that, you know. Pero to blame video games for it, 
it's kind of disingenuous. And like you said, Jonas, Sienna, it was a publicity stunt by Senator Joseph Lieberman during the time um, to bolster his popularity, his popularity for re-election. Uh, looking at it right now, I'm I when I saw the documentary, when I saw that part of the documentary about the political discussions over rating systems, over violence and everything. It's kind of ironic because um, it's a great piece of video game history when I saw it. Talagang it was, you know, I, I wish I was there. During the time, sana nandroon ako sa duet nung pinapanood ko yun sa C-SPAN in actuality. Dahil dati sa atin wala tayong effect sa atin doon sa Pilipinas eh. Hindi natin nararamdaman yung effect ng dati sa Pilipinas dahil uh, ano, dahil that's a US discussion. Pero sabi nga nila, when the US sneezes, the entire world catches a cold. So, right. kapag ngayon na nangyari yung ano yung rating system sa US kumalat all over the world and there were, there became controls about the violence that's shown in video games i mean to a certain extent nowadays medyo nawawala na rin yun because the same way that the comics code was able to control violent in comic books that day and then eventually became irrelevant nowadays people still stick to it pero it's coming to the point na hindi mo na rin makokontrol rin yung content ng violence sa mga video games and the like I said correlation doesn't uh, doesn't mean causation ganun eh, no? so just because violent video games are on the uptick doesn't necessarily mean that it affects the American psyche ganun eh, no? it could just be na nafocus yung news cycle sa mga psychotics nowadays there are mass shootings there will always be mass shootings actually um kahit naman sa Pilipinas nangyayari rin naman na may namamatay right. hindi lang kumakalat yung balita ganun eh no? it's just that in the US it becomes a cycle and the US news networks are always hungry for a way to connect who's to blame event, to forward their publicity na rin like anyway, agenda, yes. mentioned in the comment section any news is good news even if it's bad news because it furthers yung publicity ng news outlets ganun. that's what they're after eh. gusto nilang kumalat yung mga balita ganun eh, no? sa ano and it's just you know that that uh, and it's also ironic because when you search through the Nintendo eShop nowadays you can actually find Night Trap as a downloadable game <laughs> you can buy it you can play it eh, no? <laughs> right? you can play Night Trap on the Nintendo Switch I mean think about that eh, no? so, it, they, what's the point of it? They, they were, ano, if you know, if you play Night Trap, parang comedy siya. Eh. Yeah, so they exactly. were, they were making a, a big deal. Oh, ito, a quick question lang sa inyo, guys. Sure, sure. Quick, quick, quick question. What's the most violent video game you played? <sighs> Sergio, Dave, Rave, uh, Sergio. What's right the most, now, the most violent? violent game that I played recently was Doom, Doom Eternal. Yeah. Okay. So, How about you, like, Sir Dave? Destroying demons and everything like that, gonna be. Ako, I guess. Most violent game you played? Splatterhouse. 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 Yeah. Very violent to the thing. But right now, yeah, para ako hindi ko na yung violence. Sir Rave, si Sir Rave, maraming nilalaro, maraming games na na violent. What's the most violent for you? Ano? Manhunt. Yes. Manhunt. Manhunt. Ako rin. Manhunt 1 nga, Manhunt. Yung Manhunt pa nga and Manhunt 1 sa ibang ano sa ibang bansa. Sa ibang bansa ano siya, censored. Censored. Yes, censored yung true. killing niya, nagiging black and white. Pero yung unang release yata niya pagkakatanda ko yan, talaga ano. Sobrang ano pa ilente. Yung exactly. bawat ano, oh, yung yeah. Ako rin, uh, I agree with Sir Rave. 
pinaka-violent for me is manhunt. Kasi it teaches, it teaches you uh, ways how to kill people. So, mayroon mga ways then how to use uh, weapons to kill them. So, for me, that that is... Isingit ko lang itong ano, mga violent games na nalaro niya. So, I, I agree with Sarev. I go with Ito, Manhunt uh, as well. Um, ito, I'm not... Um, just to speak uh, on behalf of Sir Joel Dell, I'm a JRPG player mostly. No, mm. JRPGs we used to play. How violent is violent, right? Because in JRPGs we used to beat enemies up eh, all the time with swords, with spears, with guns, with fists. So in in that regard, lahat ng JRPGs are pretty much violent, actually. Yes. Sure, merong, uh, most of the time we fight monsters, but every once in a while, meron ding people. Mm-hmm. So, what kind of violence are we talking about here? Violence against monsters or violence against people? Mm-hmm. JRPGs are, are, are pretty much well, uh, uh, are, are no strangers with uh, violence with people din naman. By violence in, in, cor- in correlation with our topic, which is what di, they're di eh, kasi, kasi sa totoo lang, uh, if uh, I'm not sure if if Sir Joel would agree to this, but JRPGs are pretty much violent then in their in at uh, in their own right. Yeah. <laughs> so the most violent that I can probably think of would be I don't know Valkyria Chronicles, because para para manalo ka, war. Uh, it's war and mm. you need to do a headshot. Para alam mo, para matalo mo kagad ng kalaban mo. Agree, yes. Para maka-advance ka, and to save time and effort, you need to do headshots all the time. Yes. Wala nga lang blood, but you can pretty much uh, imagine what would happen if you... At yung animation, right, Sir Joel? Kapag pag binaril mo talaga in the head, ang kalaban, talagang plakda akong plakda. Wala nga lang blood, ha? Imagine if there was blood in Valkyria Chronicles. Damn, right? Yes. So I would say Valkyria Chronicles. Oh, hang on. Close second would be Vandal Hearts. Vandal Hearts too. Vandal Hearts oh, kasi kapag yes. talagang tagaan talagang merong talagang dugong lumalabas. Shower yung dugo doon eh. Shower yung dugo doon. To hell be damned with Sugaten Tactics. To hell be damned with Final Fantasy Tactics. Sugaten Tactics. Hoshigami. Walang sinabi yun. Yes. Vandal Hearts talagang dugo kung dugo. <laughs> so, so... I would say Vandal Hearts kasi yun ang talaga merong tagaan dugo and then Valkyria Chronicles for their uh, for their depiction of bloodless violence <laughs> war uh, Sir Joel how about you? war war never changes <laughs> how about you Sir Joel? Uh, I'm not <laughs> as a fellow JRPG player it's true it's absolutely true I completely agree with uh, with Jonas uh, here on this one um, depictions of violence were uh, are really it's subjective when you stop and think about it violence for one person is not violence for another uh, in terms of our JRPGs there are you get slashed you get hit you get shot you get you know huh in in you know, in other in other RPGs like Vandal uh, uh, um, uh, uh, was that um, Vagrant Story you know, Vagrant Story you're encouraged to try to target particular points of, of the human anatomy to cause the most damage you know, you know. right in a way that's training for for, for uh, no, certain senses of violence pero that was not really an issue in Japan really I mean it became an issue lang naman sa US purely because of the fact na nga na media depictions like like uh, like you know like Jonah said na nga you know, na talagang gusto nilang ipakita na violence in video games moves into American you know, American consciousness which 
really isn't the case. I, mean, I can't really say that it's for sure. I mean, it's not as that Dave says. It hasn't been proven one way or the other. Pero yun nga, you know, it's it's um it's something that uh, that Jonas as Jonas says, it's really very subjective, especially in terms of JRPGs. JRPGs can become very violent, but it's not really an issue that can be discussed. That is being discussed, you know, you know right. and rightly so. Because you know, it's not something that really is uh, an issue for video gamers. Because as video gamers, a lot of us, I mean, a majority of us can distinguish between fantasy and reality. A majority of us can distinguish between fantasy and reality. Those ones who do not have deeper psychological issues than video games. They, yung mga nagwawala dyan that, uh, that go postal, as, as one of the games says, or in, which is actually based on an actual incident here in the U.S. They have issues and they... It, video games cannot be blamed solely for that. If anything, it would be the mental mental care situation here in the U.S. Siguro. It's a little bit lacking. So there. I, 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 I just, just want to share this, guys. Because partially, you know, video game has something to do with it. You know, when elementary, ako, Ah, oh. nagsusuntukan yung mga kaklasiko yung mga bat. Ang ang lumalabas, Hadouken, Hadouken. <laughs> yung, yung mga verbal words na. Kumbinahan yun. Pero yeah, I I agree with uh, Sir Joel because this this has nothing to do with the games that we play. And and oh, uh, I mean, you can also say the same thing about anime. Some people go crazy over Son Goku's, I know, going Super Saiyan and and imagine themselves, you know, imagine themselves executing, you know, Dragon Ball Z moves. That's and right. Say the same thing. Eh, pero ayon, it's it's not really something that ano. Tatapat ka sa araw, magkakayo ken ka. I think what uh, Sir Seabird is mentioning here is uh, in regarding with the topic kasi with Sega Nintendo going against his, the Senate hearings, hmm. the depiction the is dito is hindi naging issue sa kanila when things are just pixelated violence. Hmm. It only became an issue nung nakita nila na digitized na when they actually see actual human beings Mortal Kombat digitized human beings right not trap totoong tao right with yes, enforcer totoong tao ang nakita niyo right na binabaril mm-hmm. so iba ang pixelated violence sa digitized human violence like so. in games so parang ang ang, yeah. ang, ang, yeah. ang yeah, argument here is the argument here is the more realistic looking a game is it's a little bit more influential to the psyche of the player rather than playing the the kiddie style pixelated graphics of the older point. of the older games there is a point to be made on that that's right kung, kung ikaw ang tipong taong walang kalap kung ikaw ang tipong katulad na Joe Lieberman and and Senator Cole na walang kalam alam sa video games the casual individual would look at it as this is hard this one is harmless. This one looks a little bit more questionable. Mm-hmm. Mo ang walang sa video games. Kasi tayo, tayo either games, wala lang. In the eyes of a casual observer, sasabihin niya, yeah, this is more violent than this one. I guess. Right? That's true. That's true. Uh, no, sidebar lang. I've been meaning to answer this question kanina from the comments kay Juan Di Marcos. Yes, I did sport a mullet back in the 80s. Yeah, no, I did. 
to my shame. MacGyver look. Yes, MacGyver look. I mean, come on. MacGyver. MacGyver. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody wanted to be MacGyver. I even carried a Swiss knife, you know. I love that show. MacGyver, guys. Yeah. Channel, uh, Channel 9, 9pm, every Saturday. Yes. <laughs> MacGyver. Love that show. So, uh, anything else you want to add, guys, in, in this particular issue before we move to E3? Now All right, we will move now to E3. So, we, we will leave it at this. So, basically, um, the ultimatum was uh, Sega and Nintendo will have to uh, will have to agree na gumawa sila ng, uh, na magkaroon ng independent rating system. Ayaw ng Nintendo na i-adapt ang Sega. Ayaw ng Sega na magkaroon ang Nintendo ng sarili din nila. It has to be independent, sabi ng gobyerno. Otherwise, ang gobyerno ang gagawa ng paraan. Which, uh, in some ways, they did. But eventually, your ESRB came to in, came to in, into fruition. And then, through the years, nagbago din siya. Nagkataon lang na, you might question ES, the ESRB rating, look, looking at it now. Kumpara sa, kung, kung, kung kayo nasa ESRB, parang kukwestionin mo yung rating nila sa ilang sa ilang games siguro but that's another topic for another discussion so basically Nintendo and Sega had to abide by this uh, by the ESRB uh, um, the ESRB po- policies that it, that eventually came out because of this uh, this fiasco during the Senate hearings so we will move now um, E3 of uh, of nine of 1995 no so dito sa E3 na to na um, at I will start with this so silicon so silicon graphics came out with this graphic chip and they were pretty much willing to uh, willing to partner up with Sega Tom Kalinsky so they approached Tom Kalinsky sabi nila uh, we have this new chip baka oh, pwede baka sunod Sega sabi ni sabi ni Tom okay Sabi ni Hayao Nakayama, ayaw ko. <laughs> so, sabi ni sabi ni Tom, sorry pre, kaya lang ayaw ni boss eh. Kung gusto mo, punta ka sa Seattle, doon ka sa kabila, tano, baka, baka ano, baka gusto nila. Months after, pumunta ang Silicon, ang Silicon Graphics sa kanila, nag-announce si Howard Lincoln, we are going to create Nintendo 64. During this time, Sega has what? Your Genesis. Tulad na nabangkit ni Sir Ray kanina. You got your Genesis, you got your Nomad, you got your Game Gear, you got your 32X, and you got your Sega CD. Right? So, at least there were five games during the 16-bit era for Sega alone. Nung nag-announce ang Nintendo ng 64-bit, shit, from 16-bit, 64 kagad, kasi ng 32. So, they created something like a 32X. As a stopgap, kasi wala pa, kasi wala sila ipatatapas sa 64. By the time that they, by the time that they created the 60, the the, the 32X, pinaplano na ng Japan na magkaroon ng Sega Saturn na 64-bit. So sabi ni sabi ni Hayao Nakayama, um, kailangan meron tayong may produce before lumapas ang 64, ang, ang Nintendo 64. So pinu, so pinush nila ang 32 ang ang, ang 32X. Ang sabi naman ng Sega of America, why? Eh, di ba meron kayong balak na mag-ano, mag-produce din ng, ano, ng Sega Saturn na 64-bit din? So, para saan pa to? Right? And then, malaman lang, and then, nung malaman lang din ni Tom Kolinsky na 
O sige, meron uh, o sige, we will o sige, fine. Magre-release tayo ng 32X, sabi ni boss eh. 32X, eto na. Christmas season na 1995, sabi ni Hayao Nakayama. Uh, eto na ang Sega Saturn, eto nang eto na ang Sega Saturn. I-push niyo na kagad. Eh kakalabas lang namin ang 32X eh. Uh, bakit po maglalabas po tayo nito? Kailan niyo po natin ilalabas po ito? Ngayong taon din. Ha? <laughs> so, there were no preparations for Sega during during E3 of 1995. At the time ang alam ng ng ano ng 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 press noon nasa 32 nasa 32 bit pa rin ng Sega. Sinabi lang uh, nag nag uh, they just dropped the bomb regarding the Sega Saturn right then and there lang. Na sinabi nila it's avail- it's available now. Ha? <laughs> so nagulat ang mga retailers. Ha? Meron na kagad kayo. Eh hindi eh, ba kakalabas yun ng 32X? So it's a whole fiasco one thing led to another. And then, ayan na nga, um, Sega, uh, Sega um, so you got Nintendo 64, Howard Lincoln pronounced the Nintendo 64, they will announce it. However, they will wait until 1996 before, uh, para hihintayin daw nila muna na magkaroon muna sila ng good launch titles before they can finally release the 64. But they said the retail price is 250 Sega Saturn, sinabi nila na, eto, meron na kaming Sega Saturn, I guess. <laughs> Pero 399 bahala na kayo. And then Steve Rice, na dating na dating executive of marketing ng Sega, na headhunt siya ng Sony to lead the race for PlayStation. You got your infamous mic drop, the 299. So he came to the podium, in this nabasay niya ang buong speech niya. He just tossed it aside and said 299. Yep. <laughs> All right. So I will give it to the panel. Uh, Sir Carlo, what can you say about Um, at the E3 Expo of 95. Ayun. Uh, gamers were caught blindsided, siguro. Kasi bigla nga na, nila, na nag-announce ang Sega na pwede na lang bilhin ang Sega Saturn. I think 3 or 4 months earlier. Tapos, ano lang available na game? Yung Virtua Fighter na uh, parang ano na Hindi na maganda ng time na yun dahil hindi maganda yung pagkakaport. Sama na rin yung ano, Daytona USA other games at nag uh, at nag counter strike ang PlayStation with the 299 price tag it stole the, it stole the show nga ika nga, ika nga. oh kasi ang Nintendo 64 they will come out in 96 eh so it's between mm, Sega okay. and Sega and Sony now mm. Sega Saturn 399 which is $100 more than Sony PlayStation pero alam mo kung, kung titignan mo yung presyo ng Sega Saturn at ng PlayStation Sega Saturn may built-in memory ang PlayStation, bibili ka pa ng memory card. O, oh, yun lang. Sega Saturn, may, may kasama. Pagkakala ko, may kasama ng Virtua Fighter. May Virtua Fighter game. PlayStation, demo disc. So, kung pagkasamahin mo, parang ano eh, parehas lang yung presyo nila eh. Better specs pa ng Sega Saturn. Be, ano, mas, mas malaki yung RAM niya. So, yun lang talaga. Yung 299, mas, ano, mas nakakainggan yung presyo. Mas nakakainggan yung nga lang, di ba? Parang marketing ng Sony yan eh no. Parang uh, parang micro para microprocessing, para microtransaction eh no. So bili mo muna ito ng mura pero tatagayin ka namin sa preference. Oh. Uh, Sir Seabird, what can you say about this issue? The e the E3 of 20, of 1995. Um well, kasi during this time, um medyo I got stuck with Sega Genesis. So, hindi ko alam tong Sega uh, Saturn, Sega uh, 32X. Nabiglang nag-jump ako to PlayStation. PlayStation was ever since they they came out. 
I, I became an instant fan after being a fan of of, of Sega. So it, it was a good move for for Sony because uh, laki ng point na mentioned ni uh, Sir Rave about uh, the difference on the price. Yes, uh, two ninety nine. Uh, we're selling at two ninety nine, but if you sum it all up by buying another game, mas mas ma mas malaki pa dun sa bundle ni Sega Saturn. So it, it was a good strategy for PlayStation, and it worked for them. Unfortunately, it wasn't a good move for Sega. Because, like you mentioned, Sergio, mina dali nila, mina dali nila, biniglan nila yung mga tao after releasing the 32X, and it's para nakalungkot rin on their part because they were really doing good when, when the Sega Genesis came out. Dila, bagay para instantly na wala sila. Uh, how about you, Sir Dave? So during this time, before even, uh, uh, so during this time, uh, dahil nga itong si Hayao Nakayama is sobrang takot sa, ka, sa Nintendo 64 that they had to do this, they had to do this move now. So they basically, uh, so sabi ni Shinobu Toyoda, Sega Saturn has what? Dalawang 32-bit microchip para maging 64 lang. And it made a very difficult uh, process for the developers to come up with games for the Saturn. So, what can you say about this issue? Uh, well, first, yung itong ano nato. This is one of the things that I really liked about the documentary. Because yun yah, yung uh, infamous speech ni ano ni Steve Steve Rice. Yep. So I've been reading about that. Cakayin yah sa console wars na book din na basahin pero it's the first time na. I actually watched yung yun yah yung one word presentation niya, which is yung two ninety nine, uh, which was good. And ayun yah, di ba yung time na to, there were two surprises yung sa Sega Saturn yun yah yung uh, coming out immediately. And ginawa nila to is uh, to steal the thunder ng PlayStation at that time. Pero nakangtus sila ng PlayStation na uh, yah two ninety nine lang, which is a hundred dollars. Uh, much cheaper. So, ayun, tsaka yung uh, decision nila na to release immediately uh, na alienate yung ibang uh, retailers. Yeah. So, nag-backfire sa kanila eventually to. Uh, add ko lang kasi ito nangyari sa uh, US pero sa Japan may parang may, uh, may uh, pricing war na nangyari din sa Sega and PlayStation which yun nga, inihit, yun naman yung kay Nakayama. Uh, I recommend yun nga, yung may podcast akong uh, na pinakinggan, Business Wars. Ang finisher nila is Nintendo versus Sony. Now, uh, yung Sony, before uh, they had to face Nintendo, they had to defeat Sega first. So, I believe this happened a year before yun nga, yung E3. Uh, weeks before he launched yung PlayStation, nag-launch yung Sega minadali uh, nila uh, yung price 399 and then nung lumabas yung PlayStation actually 399 din sa Japan pero uh, yung ginawa ng Sony tinignan nila sa loob yung ano yung laman ng Saturn and parang ang pangit ng architecture yung motherboard architecture ng ano, Saturn kasi minadali nga na basta malak ma- okay yung output mas maganda sa PlayStation yun, uh, out of the uh, uh, nilabas na lang sa market however, yun nga, dahil nakita ng Sony na uh, very problematic yung architecture nila nag-device sila ng uh, 
nagbibay sila ng way para kalabanin yung Sony which is, I mean yung Sega which is to downgrade the price to 299. Uh, so sa kanila maab okay lang na absorb nila yung uh, yung 100 dollars ka. Yep. Pero sa Saturn dahil mapupuwersa sa sila mag 299 din dahil doon ang manufacturing cost nila is mag-skyrocket. So uh, dahil doon yun nga one of the things na na tumalo sa Saturn. And then yun nga yung sa architecture nila, multiple processors. So kung magde-design ka ng game, uh, sobrang hirap 'yon. Uh, kasi kailangan mong i- yung apat na or four or more processors kailangan nagsi-sync sila. Uh, pag uh, pag pinaplay yung game. So sa PlayStation which is one isang processor lang, mas madali program So for that, uh, mas sumayad sa kanila yung mga ano, mga developers. Dahil nga, sobrang hirap yung uh, yung mag-program sa Saturn. So there, from there, yun nga, uh, Sega, I mean, sa Japan scene, parang ganun din. Uh, price yung uh, pinifeature ng PlayStation na which is eventually nagpanakal na sa kanila sa Japan and then sa US. <clears throat> so, Thank you for that, Ryan. Uh, Sir Joel, yes. uh, the, the launch of the Saturn <laughs> in the US, nandun ka na ba nun? No, sad to say, I was not. But <clears throat> I can say, uh, as a consumer from Sapinas, I mean, I watched the documentary, and I really wish that I was there uh, during the E3 when this all happened. I mean, if there was one thing, uh, it, there was one point in video gaming history that I would have loved to have seen firsthand. This would be right up there on the top, you know. Pero right. as a consumer in the Philippines, dati naalala ko, I could equate this, ano, I could see this this happening in the US. Pero ang nangyari sa Pilipinas noon dati, <clears throat> ano, nakalagalag ako dati sa Green Hill sa Vira Mall uh, noong mga panahon na yon. So nagpupunta ako sa Vira Mall, doon yung mga rentahan ng mga ano, ng mga ano, ng mga video game consoles. Kaya pwede kang bumili ng mga video game consoles. Yun yung mga panahon na lumabas din after the Sega Genesis like Seabird says yung 32X and I got interested in it. Uy, this uh, this seems pretty cool. And ano, uh, biglang lumabas na naman very soon after yung Sega Saturn which caused a lot of confusion back then sa mga Pilipino na were interested in video game consoles that day looking for the next big thing. They were released so close in terms of time na talagang na-confuse kami. Ano ba itong difference ng 32X ron sa Sega Saturn? Kapag right. binili ko ba itong 32X, kailangan bilhin ko pa itong Saturn ng separate? Pwede ko ba silang ipagsama? Pwede ba silang umandar sa at the same time? Ganon. It caused a lot of confusion. Lalo na roon sa Green Hills so kung saan ako nag-uupan ng mga games. Ganon. Naglalaro eh, no? ako. So, there came a point na nung lumabas yung Sony PlayStation 1, you saw yung mga hilera na mga Super NES, yung mga 3DO, yung mga Saturn doon, biglang na-replace lahat ng PlayStation 1. It was simple. It was straightforward. It was one architecture that got, ano, that got promoted to the Filipino people that day. Dahil hindi ka confused eh. It was much like the confusion that was caused by the Wii U nowadays compared to the Nintendo Wii. Ganun, you know? What is the Wii U? Is it an add-on to the Nintendo Wii? Is it something that you buy separately? Is it something that... Yeah, right. <laughs> right. It caused a lot of confusion. And honestly, it damaged Sega's chances big time. Not just in the US, but also abroad in Pinas. Because they were confused. So, when the PlayStation they saw it as simpler. They saw it as cheaper. 
and they saw it as the way with it. Honestly, nung nakita ng mga tao na, uy, naglalabas yung mga rentahan ko, puro PlayStation 1 na yun, Andrian. Maka dapat PlayStation 1 na rin ang biling ko. And that's, the rest is history as, ano, as, as has been mentioned in the, ano, in the, in the comment section. Honestly, there's two things that consumers go for. It's price and it's simplicity in integrating it into your daily life. Kung magkakmahihirapan ka pa, kung mag-iisip ka pa kung ano yung mga kailangan mong gawin para paanda rin itong bagay na to, you're not gonna invest time. Kasi time is, ano, time is limited. Time is finite. Time is gold. Yeah. Ako, habang matanda na ako, unti-unti ko nang iniisip na ano man pagkakaaksehan ko ng panahon ngayon. Ganun, right. yun, ano, I go for the simplest thing. I go for the cheapest, simplest thing nowadays. So The plug-and-play thing. Uh, I'm sorry, what was that, Carlo? The, plug, the plug-and-play stuff. The plug plug and honestly, you know, you like you like things like the Atari Blast, an Atari Blast handheld. Is saksak mo lang yan, aandar na. I'm golden, you know. The Atari VCS, the Intellivision Amico. I'm looking forward to that more than I am looking forward to the uh, to the Xbox Series X with the PlayStation Five. Because you need to download updates pa before exactly. you play. Exactly. You know? So that's my take on it. The fact na nga na. na I'm consumers tend to go for the cheaper option, tend to go for the simpler option. Kapag kailangan pa nilang mag-isip ng mga bagay-bagay para ipaanda rin, it's a no-go. So that's why the Sony PlayStation made it big, honestly, in my opinion. You know, that part of the documentary rang true for me because as a consumer, if I was there as a consumer, I would have just been so confused that I just think, screw it. The PlayStation is cheaper. It seems like it's a, it seems like it's uniform. I'm going for that. You know, That's right. my take on it. So, we will move na ngayon. Uh, the, the documentary didn't really partake on this particular subject that much. But it, uh, but with their entry sa, sa gaming market, pretty much spelled the very last months, years at least, mm-hmm. of Sega, which is the Sony PlayStation. Yes. So, asada lang. Let's go with Sir Carlo. What can you say about the PlayStation before, uh, when they first came out? Something different. Kasi, syempre, Sega, Nintendo, mga kilala ng brand, people want to try something different. Kaya, lalo na yung controller. Kasi, isa rin yan. Kaya, nagusto ko yung PlayStation. Yung handle lang ano, ng controller nila kakaiba. The ergonomics. Yep. yep. And the extra shoulder buttons. Sabi ba? How do you play this? Yeah. <laughs> Medyo nanibago ako talaga. Saka syempre, siya rin yung unang CD console ko. Na talaga mm. pinag-ipunan ko yan talaga nung araw na yan. Second favorite console ko, PlayStation. Alright. Seabird? Ako, I just wanted to add, kasi like what uh, Sir Joel mentioned, back in the days in Vira Mall, Ali Mall, if you go to a store, makikita mo maagdami. Alam mo, sayang kasi tatanda ka pa yung mga times na yung mga PS1 games na naka-display sa mga shelves. So, it it was really confusing back in the days when you're looking at games. Um, I always thought Sega Genesis is Sega and that's it. Hindi 32X, walang Sega Saturn. So, when 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 PlayStation came out, they were really, really, they really did good on the marketing. Uh, not just in the US, but also here in the Philippines. Na when they came out, Parang lahat na ng tao, they wanted to jump in with, with the whole craze of, of Sony. Na biglang na-itchpwere si, so, si uh, uh, Sega and, and 
Nintendo back in the days. Yes. Well, well Nintendo is really doing good. But uh it's like it's just a Because Sony, so, Sony is... really didn't fly in Pinas. Eh. Oh, the N64 oh. did not. No. That's so right. Say, but it's not a lie. And um, that's because... I don't know what yeah, it's it's. Uh, <laughs> No, Sorry that's okay. That. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying that Sony, Sony really did uh, well w- with with their marketing. Na, na, and daming games before they were introducing Sega Saturn. That Sony was so popular with with their gadget, with with with, with appliances. Na, oi Sony, uh, Sony for gaming. Na, let, 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 everyone that was so curious about it. Na, well, it turned out they they were successful then about it. So you know. Sir Dave Scott, with the history of uh, with the history of of Sony, what can you say about their entry to the gaming market back in '95? Ayos uh, sir, so uh, sa documentary muna yun yah yung Sony PlayStation medyo parang lost over na nasa sa epilog <laughs> documentary, so parang yun yun talaga ending yung pag uh, pag launch ng PlayStation. Uh, Yeah, however, yun na, yung uh, nirecommend ko kanina yung Business Wars Nintendo versus Sony. Uh, yung narrative doon much more yung sa uh, point of view ng Sony which is uh, actually ginawa siya or pinlano siya for Nintendo back in 89 I believe. Uh, and then ano, uh, parang natakot or nag-knockout yung Nintendo sa deal nila. So nag-knockstab nila yung Sony and they went with Philips instead. So uh, from there, you know, parang uh, really motivated y- yung Sony uh, for revenge. Kinuloy nila yung ano, yung PlayStation. And you know, uh, actually, tinakal din sa documentary yung they had a deal with Sega as well. Kaso nga, right. Japan. So, ayun nga, parang may pwede naging Sony or naging Nintendo PlayStation and Sega PlayStation. However, dahil hindi nag-work out yung deals uh, nila for, for one reason or another, uh, they went ahead and produced it themselves, which is, you know, the rest is history, I guess. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that, for uh, Dave Scott. Uh, Sir Joel, PS1, your favorite. Yes, absolutely. Um, I honestly, I can honestly say that the PlayStation uh, is one of my top most favorite consoles. I mean, if it's not the most favorite console that I have of all time, because <clears throat> I'm also a handheld aficionado. I love Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Micro. I love um, the I love the Sega Game Gear. I love the Nomad. Pero in terms of in terms of <clears throat> sheer I guess what's the right word for it? Innovation in terms of the market. Well, not so much innovation as it is. Parang like like you know like uh, like Siebert did say, people were looking for something new. Siguro na pagod narin yung mga tao sa pangayan na Nintendo and and Sega no mga panahon na yon. Right. They were looking for something different. I mean, the 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 console wars had been going on since 1988 all the way until 1994. Yeah. So by that time, people were looking for something new and. Sony PlayStation came along and people did see something new. They saw something different. They saw something worth checking out. No, una ko nakita yung Battle Arena Toshinden sa Viramol dati. I was enthralled by yeah, that yes, fight. Then, no? I mean, sure, it's not Virtua Fighter, pero it 
drew my attention because it was something new and something different. So I would say the PS1 was was at the right place at the right time. And honestly, they made the most of it. I wish the the documentary had dealt more into it. It just came off as an epilogue na lang But hey, who knows? Maybe Blake Harris is going to come out with Console Wars Part 2. Sony Part versus two. Microsoft, you know. You never know. So somebody never can know. dream, you know. Diba? That's my take. Uh, with the part with the PlayStation. So to all uh, alam niyo naman guys kuno nangyari, diba? So uh, back in 91 Uh, when uh, when the Super Famicom was out, uh, Sony uh, were pretty much uh, proposing this project with Nintendo having this CD-based system. But along the way, Nintendo got cold feet dahil uh, feeling nila dahil ayaw kasi feeling nila is imamuscle uh, out sila ng Sony in terms of distribution of, of the CDs. Remember guys, Nintendo was very monopolizing with everything. Ayaw nilang meron ibang tao nakikinabang sa re- most of their revenue. So, dahil ang dahil hindi, ka, dahil hindi sa kanila mapupun- dahil ang CD technology is sa Sony, pero ang games ay sa kanila, a good chunk of the of the revenue mapupunta sa Sony and ayaw nila 'yon. So, they went to Philips. <laughs> they went to Philips and syempre alam niyo na kung nangyari, CES 1991. Sabi ng Sony, yes, uh, we are partnering with Nintendo. Uh, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna make a Nintendo, uh, Nintendo PlayStation, yada yada yada. And then hours later sa Nintendo booth, ah, uh, dinamin alam siya sabi nila, ang, ang, kay Philips kami. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Philips number one. So ayun na nga and then nagsum- Ken Kotaragi the main engineer of your PS1 um, uh, pretty much um, well even before they they approached Nintendo lumapit muna sila sa Sega right? Mm-hmm. And then Tom Kalinske wanted the technology but uh, Hayao Nakayama didn't want to according to Hayao Nakayama Sony is a Uh, it's not a video game company. Anong alam nila sa video games? So, baka tayo mag-i-invest sa kanila. Mas okay pa tayo kung tayo, kung, kung tayo na lang. Sure. <laughs> right? And then, itong, itong, uh, lumapit sila sa Nintendo na, na, let's just say, half of it siguro okay sa kanila yung ano, um, meron silang counting trust with Sony in terms of technology. Ayaw lang nila, ng, ayaw lang nila meron sila kahati sa, ano, sa revenue. So, the approach Philips, And then, ang sa Philips lang naman din, o sige, um, we will create the CD technology for you, pero in return, pahirap nyo sa amin ang, ang ilang ano nyo, first party games nyo, Mario and Zelda. And we know what happened, we got your, uh, we got your Philips <laughs> uh, CDI, <laughs> yeah. right? And, how, uh, and that was a train wreck in itself. Oh. And then eventually, sabi ni Norio Oga, sabi niya, the president of Sony of Japan, sabi niya kay Ken Kutaragi, sige, fine. They want to do it this way, sige. Uh, they want to be gangster, let's let's go gangster. The, the, they came out with the PlayStation uh, four years later, they announced it in E3. Then you got your Sony PlayStation right now. And the rest is history, no? And so you know that guys we will talk about the aftermath of the war. So with the aftermath of the war what can you say guys? Kasi during after this uh, when we pinakita sa documentary pinakita na nila napaka sad na ng tone eh. 
at the time uh, at the end of the documentary uh, they showed Tom Kalinsky and his staff Al Nielsen Ellen Bess Paul Ryu Al Nielsen how things were starting to uh, to, uh, to collapse the, the world that they know for 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 four or five years how it, things came crumbling down it, it was a very sad tone sa totoo lang and then um yung yung parang yung uh, yung the Macy's parade the Thanksgiving Macy's parade mm. it was such a uh, a very bittersweet metaphor on how yeah. it, it was a very ominous scene mm-hmm. lahat ng lahat ng ano lahat ng balloons mas, mascot balloons were in the air pero si Sonic lang ang naaksidente sumabit siya sa isang sa isang poste deflated all over the floor kind of it kind of um it kind of depicts na it, it, in the in the in the documentary it depicted na Sony is pretty much done by now and then a text saying Tom Kalinsky pretty much resigned in 96 Shinobu Toyoda and his team, uh, Shinobu Toyoda Al Nielsen everyone else pretty much um, left in their own terms na rin. It, di- it didn't say in the documentary but Hayao Nakayama eventually stepped down as a, as the president of Sega of Japan after this. Well, you get uh, after the Saturn debacle of course, but you know. So, I'll give it to the panel. Uh, Sir Carlo, what can you say yeah. about how the documentary ended? Actually, yung ano, yung pinakamalungkot na part sa akin yun. Kakabili ko lang ng Dreamcast. It's not, ano, hindi nabanggit na sa documentary, pero yung time na kakabili ko lang ng Dreamcast, ilang buwan na lang, ilang buwan lang ang nakalipas, nag-announce ng Sega na aalis na sila sa, ano, sa hardware business. Yun ang pinakamalungkot sa akin. Kasi nag-invest ako sa console na ito, wala pa akong pera pang bilhin ng PS2. Hindi kaya, dahil estudyante lang tayo. Tapos bigla na lang mababas sa masama magasin na wala na. Hindi na sila... Hmm, two, years pala, two years lang ang, ano, ang Sega sa Sega Dreamcast sa US. Tapos gano'n na nangyari. Kaya maraming games na na hindi na nilalabas eh. Kagaya ng Half-Life. Even though tapos na yung game, pero hindi na... Ah, may mga ano, lumabas pa ano. Ah, uh, Walkthrough. I think it's Brady or Prima. Pero yung game mismo, hindi na nirelease. Yun, nakakalungkot. Pero hmm. aftermath, nakakagawa na sila ng, ano, ng game sa ibang console like right. Nintendo pinabaka pa nila PlayStation Yakuza, the Yakuza series is very good kasi nice, nice. fan ako super fan ako ng Shenmue at nung matagal na hindi nasundan na Shenmue Shenmue 2 matagal din nasundan Yakuza isa sa game na nilalaro ko na, 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 na nare-remind ako nung, ano, nung Shenmue game alright uh, thanks uh, Sir Carlo um, Siebert what can you say about the aftermath of the war Uh, based on the docu, alam mo sobrang bitin na bitin ako dun sa sa documentary. How how many hours was that? Was that one and a half? One and a half lang. Dapat tinu hours nila. Alam mo from the start na nag ano? I I really got hooked. Kasi yung mga games na na alam mo yun yung games na pinakita nila. Oi meron ako nyan. Oi nilaro ko yan dati. Hmm. Uh, so, alam mo yan, nag-flashback sa atin na, uy, na, oh, ganun pala yung nangyari. So, especially for us na we grew up with this, tayo talaga yung ane, talagang nakaka-relate dito. Okay. Oh. So, it, the title shouldn't have been Console War. It should have been Sega Console War. 
with Nintendo. So, yun dapat ang title niya eh. Kasi, uh, Nintendo did, did it, the console war didn't end from there. Kasi, pumasok si Sony, naging Nintendo Sony console war. Diba? So, uh, up to, little, to this day, may uh, competition then And we have Xbox at the same time. So, sobrang bitin. So, if, if this was a 4-hour show, 5-hour show, show malamang I, I'm glued on the TV watching it because I, I it right? really, it, it really, it really, I really had fun uh, watching it and and seeing all those games, learning from it, from the people who developed it, uh, yung mga way strategies nila on coming up with games na ano, and and seeing those games na you have na gusto mo magkaroon and uh, now you're you're curious about those games that you played in the past na uyo nga pala lalaro to na talagang sobrang sobrang nostalgic and uh, it, it it it's definitely a fun a fun documentary to watch thank you sir sir dave what can you say about the aftermath of the war? Uh, akin yung sa ending ng documentary, uh, parang perfect sa akin. Uh, based sa story niya, kasi yun nga, yung, yung si Sonic, na deflate, uh, very symbolic na nangyari sa, ano, sa Sega. Right. And yun nga, parang yun nga, bitin, di ba? Parang kasing medyo uh, biglang na-destruct yung flow kasi biglang, yun nga, resign na agad si, ano, si Tom, tapos doon na natapos yung story. Uh, from what I remember, ganoon rin naman yung book, di ba? Kasi nag-start na hindian ng hindian si Tom ni Nakayama. Eh, tapos doon nag-start niya yung problems na, ng Sega and then hanggang sa nag-assign siya. So, basically, yeah. It's a story, it's a story of Tom Kalinske's uh, time in Sega. Uh, Ina-agree ako kasi napaka-vague nung title console wars uh, kung gawin sa inyo dyan hindi naman <laughs> uh, parang one-sided lang naman yung or at least most of it one-sided kay Sega so yun uh, parang uh, pero yun yun there are a lot of more uh, books and media out there kung sa tingin nyo is parang nabitin kayo <laughs> uh, uh, search nyo sa Amazon like Nintendo lang so ganda yung books uh, right yep uh, actually yep uh, if you want, I, I recommend yung, uh, yung kay Super Mario, uh, How Nintendo Conquered America. It's Nintendo-centric. Yep. This was the book that led me to console wars. So, Thank you, Sir Dave. Sir Joel, what can you say about the aftermath of the war? Pertaining uh, with the documentary. The, war. Um, the, the documentary ended on a very somber note. And it's... I guess it reflects how at the end of a war there's loss there is um there is grief uh no you have a feeling that even if you had won somehow there would have been loss anyway dahil merong ano merong talagang mga bagay-bagay na sacrifice and in this case <clears throat> we got to see the from the point of view of the of the one who waged the war against an overwhelming force and was betrayed from ano, from within ano, ano. so i would say the aftermath of the ano, the aftermath of the the aftermath of the, doc, of the documentary console wars left me very much wanting to know more not just from the fact na nabasa ko yung ano yung libro ng console wars tama nga sabi ni Dave na <clears throat> you can research more uh, about console history 
from the Atari all the way to the crash, all the way to the resurgence of Nintendo, sabi nga ni Dave, all the way to, like I said, to right now, uh, which is ongoing. Uh, we are still in the midst of a console war right now between Sony and Microsoft. You know? And honestly, that the, the, the documentary itself serves as a very good <clears throat> intro to video game literature i would highly recommend anybody do a little bit do a little bit more research on video game history because honestly you learn a lot not just in terms of technology but also in business in terms of life lesson and culture because culture ngayon is still being reflected is still being affected and being uh, the war still reflects on what is happening right now if you guys want you can check out some archival magazines on archive.org the internet archive you can delve into mga digitized magazines during the time makikita niyo yung mga nangyari dati and it's really a good resource that in you know so that my my take on it my opinion on the aftermath of the console wars is life goes on loss happens grief is experienced but life goes on and hope still hope still lives on kahit na mawala na yung mga pinaglabanan mo dati that's it to me the the aftermath of the console war as portrayed by the um, as portrayed by by the documentary and i told this to sir carlo and and sir joel naiyak ako ng konti yes because i was a sega fanboy when uh, when i saw sonic deflated like that parang feeling ko that was that was sega of america falling down from grace and son uh, sonic sega tom kalinsky i can pretty much uh portray them as Alexander the Great. They led a big, great war. They led a good campaign. But due to several reasons, they just uh, they died. For um, Metaphorically speaking, of course, there were, there, was, there were several reasons why they didn't succeed. And we can pretty much argue for, for hours and hours and hours on what could have happened if they did this shoulda, woulda, coulda. No? And uh, they didn't really partake on uh, on the Sa- on the Saturn's failure. They didn't partake too much on the Dreamcast as well. So yun nga, if if you can see the documentary, they pretty much just said, uh, parang, parang min- pa- for me, parang n- n- uh, Yes, I I love I love the symbolic the symbolic Sonic uh, Sonic balloon deflating, but the way they ended then. Rush siya in a way na na parang feeling ko gusto pang meron pa like they they only showed Tom Kalinsky they only showed yung ano yung 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 kotse ni Shinobi Toyoda na nakalagay dun sa plate niya Sega na nakatayo lang na hindi ganun ang ang ano parang na, parang na, parang nahabag ako alam niya yun parang nahabag ako sa kanya na ano na na even even after all these years nandun pa rin yung ano he's still driving the same old car with the uh, with the same plate, that's uh, that's commitment right there. Even if the ship went down, everybody else with the captain went down with it. You, if there's one thing that I can say about Tom Collins, Tom Collins's team, they went down with the ship with him, and that's and uh, and and, and I can find some honor and honor in that. Parang gusto sana I wanted I wanted the documentary to say ano nangyari Al Nielsen, ano nangyari kay Paul Rayo, ano nangyari kay kay, kay Ellen Beth. Parang ano lang, nag-stop lang sila kay Tom, kay Tom Chake, ano eh. Kay, kay Tom Chake, kay Shinobu. Mm. They didn't really mention anything about Hayao Nakayama. 
they didn't mention anything about Yuji Naka. Parang parang I, I would have at least gusto ko sana makaroon sana ex extra kung anong nangyari sa kanila after after uh, after after Sega went down, no? Uh, that that's just really for me. And uh, there were and in the book, diba, uh, we got this uh, we got this epilogue coming from Howard Lincoln, the uh, the executive from Nintendo mm-hmm. that we saw from earlier. So, in the book, meron siyang meron siyang nakuwang uh, meron siyang nakuwang handwritten letter coming from Tom Kolinsky after he resigned from uh, after he resigned from Sega. So, he sent this handwritten letter to Howard Lincoln directly to him and it's parang he tweet, Howard Lincoln tweeted it tweeted it as a concession letter that he's surrendering that I'm I'm I'm, I'm surrendering the war for uh, in behalf of Sega. So what Howard Lincoln did as the gangster but as being gangster at it at it is. Ang ginawa niya sa letter, nilaminate niya. And then he hanged it on his office as a trophy na they na they won the war, the console war of the 90s. And this is and this is uh, ano na, and this is besides the fact na ginawa niya yung ano yung poem niya kuno kay, kay Howard Link ano din Ketam Collins din after the Senate hearing roses are red violets are blue so you had a bad day boo boo boo, boo. yeah <laughs> all the best Howard Lincoln so it's a very um uh, nakakaano lang talaga um, as a Sega fanboy uh, na, na as uh, as fans of Sega of uh, Sega Genesis of of the 90s ito yung ano ito yung pinili na ito yung pinili natin console noon that we thought was was edgy cooler than Nintendo and then malalaman natin na maging kainto lang because of some stupid internal uh, internal strife na sa totoo lang kalimutan mo na external conflict kung aayusin lang ng Sega in, ng uh, Sega of America and Sega of Japan yung differences nila things would have been different very different. Yeah. Um, um, there's a civil war between uh, within Sega within the Sega ranks themselves. Yeah. So anyway, um, it was for it's a, it is a very engaging movie guys. If you haven't really if, if you cannot stand reading the book, <laughs> at least watch the movies right there. I'm uh, I, we are providing the link of the movie YouTube. It's a um hindi siya naka, hindi siya, hindi siya public. Okay, kahit i-search nyo yan Makikita nyo lang is the, It's just a trailer That link over there Is just a private link Sa channel ko I'm not monetizing it That is just me Sharing it to you guys Kasi kapag Pinost ko yan as public um, it, will, it will be taken down By CBS Because CBS owns The right to that movie So you can just Check on that movie You can spread it around Okay I'm not saying na na monetize niyan. I'm just saying the link is just right there for your uh, for your leisure if you want to watch it. So, Sir Carlo, where can they find ya? Okay, oh, ko lang ako. Okay, good. Yeah. Come here, baby. Say good night first. Good night. Hey, gaming body. Hey, <laughs> two player in life. Sa kanila ma- ano, paano kanila makikita? Facebook, YouTube, Facebook. Instagram. Uh, you can also check my Facebook uh, gaming Facebook page, Classic Gamer Philippines. Classic Gamer Philippines Facebook Siebert um, RPG Gaming guys uh, we, we run PS1 Collectors Philippines PS2 Collectors Philippines and PS3 and Vita Collectors Philippines so um, by the way I'm I also mod consoles so if you're tired of uh, the usual look of your console kasi dati walang mga limited edition eh 
So PS3 and PS4 is recent. It it was done recently. So uh, if you're tired of uh, same old looking console, message mo ako. Right. RPG gaming guys. Sir Dave Scott, where can they find you? Uh, oh, naman ng. I I ano lang, I support yung mga PRG streamers. Uh, yes. I usually you know, I watch them and comment them from time to time. So uh, just uh, support them as well. And you know, more than likely makakausap niyo rin ako. Sir Joel, where can they find you? All right. <clears throat> ako, uh, you guys can find me uh, the Pinoy Gamer Abroad at the Banyag Native Facebook gaming channel. Uh, on Facebook, just type in on the Facebook search bar Banyagang Native. I'm also found on twitch.tv, just type in Banyagang Native and you can find me there. We are part of the Pinoy Retro Gaming Community. We are a group of streamers who are trying to reach out to as many people as we can, uh, showcasing how great uh, classic and retro games are. Remember the remember the remember the name Pinoy Retro Gaming. Just search for us. Type it type it out in the Facebook search bar. You'll find all the best retro content on the internet, bar none. I guarantee it. I put my reputation at stake on that day. You know, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, Sir Sibert, naman kay Master yung comment ni Master Jeremiah dyan, no? uh, This is one of the great topics that, that was discussed on this podcast, and thank you for the great inputs from our panel. This is one of the uh, this is one of the piece of video game history that should be shared to gamers, and also a glimpse on the business perspective that uh, what may cause the company if, uh, if greed will start. On Sega's perspective, I felt betrayed, and I agree. <laughs> Well put, well put. Anything to add, guys, before we end the show? Oh, yeah. uh, I forgot to greet everybody. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers who know that you, are, you guys are fathers and th- even those who don't know that you're fathers yet. Yeah, no. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, happy so, Father's Day, guys. I'm glad. To all of you guys, you can still catch the um, the previous shows of Kaka Computer Moyan by, uh, by Google searching Wakalas Radio. Uh, Wakalas Radio has our uh, our audio format uh, episodes from 1 to 18 ng Kaka Computer mo yan. And of course, you can also catch our website, no? Uh, TimelessGamer.WakalasProductions.com Walang spaces yun in between, ha? TimelessGamer.WakalasProductions.com So, uh, um, nandun yung aming nandun yung aming bio data, yun nandun yung mga pictures namin, our preferences, gaming preferences, our gaming history, and of course nakalink din doon yung aming mga previous kaka computer mo yan shows. And makikita nyo din ng uh, makikita nyo rin ako sa YouTube channel ko, Joe RPG, Facebook page din Joe RPG, no? And you can still uh, we, we will still continue. Uh, doing the live streams dito sa Facebook page po ni Papa M nagkataon lang na hindi na talaga siya nakakakyat and with Mamu Chu and with RV hopefully they will be joining us for next week's show and thank you so much guys for being here and and um, kung meron kayong other topics na gusto nyong uh, mapag-usapan sa podcast na to go on ahead if you have a particular guest that you want that you would like to see here either Sir Dave Scott Si Sir Joel, gusto niyo bumalik sila dito. Like si, 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 si Sir J Prime, kung gusto niyo bumalik to discuss a particular topic, uh, just go on ahead and, and just message Papa M. Papa M na po ang bahala sa amin. So, thank you guys. And as always, here's a Timeless Gamer. Our bodies and our, and our games may grow out of date, 
but our gaming experiences will forever remain timeless. So, thank you guys so much and good luck to everyone. Happy Father's Day to everyone. Happy Father's Day.